1: Austin and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is Thursday, July 21st. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the Philadelphia Health Department issued a heat health emergency due to the extreme temperatures this week. The heat health emergency goes into effect at 12 p.m. today, Thursday, and is scheduled to end at 8 p.m. A declaration of a heat health emergency activates the city's emergency health programs, which include the Philadelphia Corporation for Aging Heat line, cooling centers, home visits by special field teams, and enhanced daytime outreach for people experiencing homelessness. Wednesday's high of 98 degrees marked, uh, sorry, of 96 degrees marked the city's third heat wave of the year. Today is going to be brutally hot as well at 98 degrees. Now, they're saying dew points are expected to uh, be into the low 70s, making for that thick air that's hard to breathe, especially if you are doing something strenuous.
3: I find that it actually, even if you're in a building or at home, it, it seems to permeate. I know. Or maybe it's just psychosomatic, but it just feels that way.
2: It will be uh, in the nineties as early as nine a.m. and then touch the triple digits by lunchtime. Uh, we will see the feels like temperatures peak near 105 degrees in some spots during the heat of the afternoon. Uh, medical professionals are warning that anyone uh, could get heat stroke when it's this hot outside. The symptoms to look for are hot, dry, damp or red skin, fast, strong pulses, headaches, dizziness, uh, nausea, confusion, losing consciousness, or even passing out.
4: Did they
3: mention whether or not you should have a fire pit going
4: tonight? <laughs>
2: I think that's the best okay. idea. I, you All
4: did right. feel it walking outside your door this morning. I mean, literally just getting into the car, it was. Uh, it felt awful. Yeah.
2: Philadelphia Corporation for Aging heatline will be open from 12 p.m. until 8 p.m. The Office of Homeless Services. Also- it's
3: really hot out there. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Are you guy. old? Are you aging? Yeah. yeah it must good. be hot for you. <laughs> I'm mean, a little bit younger and it feels hot for me, so <laughs> hang in there, bro.
5: <laughs>
2: I can only imagine what it's like for you. Uh, the Office of...
3: Got that old loose skin. It really catches the moisture.
2: <laughs> the Jeez, Office of the- the Homeless Services uh, also declared a code red that began Tuesday, July 19th, and that uh, will take proactive measures to protect Philadelphians who are experiencing homelessness. You are encouraged to call the outreach team if you see someone uh-huh. on the street who needs shelter or other homeless uh-huh. services. Police in Upper Macungie Township shot a snake that wrapped himself around a man's neck. Officers rushed the, to the man's home. That's no,
3: I'm. Yeah. This
2: this is like one of my. Like fears being strangled that, by a snake. Yes, like that. For and a what, guy
3: shooting it off you
2: for whatever reason. That's what my mom told. Like no, really? no snakes. Don't they wrap themselves around <laughs> your neck and they will squeeze the life out of you? That's what I was told about snakes growing that's, up. Uh, so uh, will
3: uh, your mother uh, eventually pay for your therapy? <laughs>
6: she should, right? She Jesus, your mom
3: instills <laughs> fears in you. In the gumball machine, uh-huh. snakes around your neck. Sex yeah. makes you
0: rot yeah. from the inside <laughs> out. <Absolutely. laughs> Not enough yes. tomatoes
6: cause Spine you out. ass cancer. Oh, God, love her. She's great. <laughs> She's, great.
0: She's great.
5: yeah. Morning, Jerry. Yeah.
2: Officers rushed to the man's home on the 1400 block of Church Street in Fogelsville Wednesday afternoon. They found the 28-year-old man, 28-year-old man lying on the floor unresponsive with a 15-foot snake wrapped around his oh, neck. Wow. One of the officers was able to fatally shoot the snake without injuring the man. Because the snake was so large, the midsection of the snake was wrapped around his throat. The head of the snake... This head was just far enough away from the victim that the officer made a split second wow. decision and proceeded to shoot the snake in the head. So
5: we're assuming
3: it's a constrictor, right? It was. A, it had to have been. Yeah, if, it it's, to if it's 15 feet right. long
0: and uh, and yeah, wrapped around him. I mean dude, that's a... Uh, so, so you walk in and you're like, you know, you're the cop. Yeah. Oh
7: uh... <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: Wow. Uh-huh. Do I what, shoot it? What do I do here? <laughs> Not again. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: I mean, that's honestly, like they said, yeah. a split second yeah, decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've got to.
7: I mean, you can take your billy club, and it, I don't know. The police still carry billy <laughs> clubs the, or bobbies. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But I mean, you know, if they have
0: a blade of some type, I was thinking about that this morning. Oh. If that's a safer option, I have no idea. If you were to cut. You know, just a big part of the snake would it would it tighten up or would it loosen? Right. You know, would it tighten I, up I don't a know. It's question.
3: You know, you've you've held a boa constrictor. Yes. It's muscle. It's it's like a, I, yeah. having that tight around your neck. I don't know what the hell you do. Yeah. So police, Shooting is probably the best option. Yeah. Police
2: said it's unclear how the snake ended up in the man's home. I mean, I was just assuming it was a it pet. was his snake.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. unclear yeah. how it ended up in his home.
2: I think sometimes when they say that, they just like haven't really because they, they, they have, can't talk it to, came the to the door.
3: Said yeah. it was a fuller brush salesman yeah.
5: Yeah. and got in that way.
2: <laughs> um, so the God. man the man was rushed to an area hospital. There was no immediate word on his condition. So uh, I guess they just haven't released, if they talk to him, how the guy's doing and how we- the snake got there.
6: Do <laughs> you want
2: some brushes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on in. Where was this, Kathy? This was in Upper makunji Wow.
3: Okay. Yeah. So
2: <sighs> if there's an update, it, are, then we'll pass it
3: on. Are please. just snakes in general a thing for you?
2: Uh, yeah, no, I don't like all snakes right. at okay. all. Yes, absolutely. You and Indiana Jones. I, I yeah. also was traumatized as a kid. My dad had to kill a rattlesnake right uh, in front of us. It was next to our car. We were uh, somewhere at a lake, and so it was like he, so he had he killed <laughs> it right, and it kept moving, and, right, and the right. head was biting, and I was so I was traumatized by that. And he kept the uh, the rattle, the head, the, oh, uh, the rattle, yeah, the rattler mm. for no, like kidding. years. He might even still have it.
0: <laughs> Did he ever shake it at you? Just like, oh yes. yeah, yeah,
2: but but he took so he took the the rattle and the head and i remember he put it in a coffee can there was an old coffee can that he had in his car and the freaking head was like still moving and Jesus. biting and the snake wasn't attached to it like
3: look at this necklace sweetie hell? that's janice
7: yeah. chaplin's ear wow i mean the venom is still in that head yeah you know? yeah yeah like there is if you kill a rattlesnake there are, there are certain protocols that you need to do like you need to like wrap it and bury yeah, it i'm pretty it sure my dad yeah. didn't yeah. do that yeah
2: Right. <laughs> roadside stands are familiar to many motorists in new jersey all summer long but one in glassboro is a student-run farm stand uh, it's in front of the glassboro high school students are learning the basics of business and supply and demand the superintendent of glassboro public schools says the innovative program offers real life experiences before they enter the workforce he says even supply chain issues uh, that are affecting the food market in the country are teaching moments for these students uh, the stand runs tuesday wednesday and thursdays through august 4th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and it's located in the front of the Glassboro High School on Bow Boulevard in Glassboro, New Jersey. In sports this morning. According to multiple sources, Sixers free agent star James Harden is returning to the franchise on a new two-year $68.6 million contract, including a player option for the 2024 season. The deal guarantees Harden $33 million for next season and the opportunity to negotiate another free agent deal next summer. Harden, who declined a $47.4 million option for next season, gave the Sixers salary cap flexibility with his pay cut, which let the team sign free agents P.J. Tucker and Daniel House. The team was also able to acquire anthony melton in a draft night trade with memphis and the phillies are still on their all-star break but they'll return to action tomorrow night when they open up a weekend series at home against the chicago cubs kyle gibson will get the start first pitch is scheduled for 705 and that's what i have for you this morning thank you
0: kathy and uh, we've got a wonderful thursday set up and ready to go today and we're happy that you're joining us because you're going to get to hang with uh, maria bamford yep uh, who's going to be stopping by this morning? She is at Helium Comedy Club tonight. She will be in person, right? Yep. Yes, today. I yeah, love her. Uh, We're also going to have a cool Zoom interview with Jamie Lee Curtis. That's so cool. I love Jamie Lee. Curtis. Yeah, Ab- and oh, Jesus, what? all the stuff she's been in that we uh, that we're just talking about a fish mm-hmm. called Wanda. Oh, I, I was uh, out yesterday with a buddy of mine, and we were quoting a fish yeah. called Wanda. Yeah, and uh, she's been in so many great movies, and she's actually promoting. A uh, a comedy podcast that she does, their third season on this.
3: I did a little bit of, I was completely unaware of this yeah, thing, and yeah. it, it's really sweet and it's. Of comedic, and it's, uh, it's, it's a, a nice idea. And I'm seeing more info about um, Everything All at Once, the movie that's
0: out. Yeah. And well, you've that, had it,
3: it's been in the top ten for uh, the past five weeks. And they are
0: re-releasing it with, like, an additional ten minutes or oh. footage or something like that, so, yeah. they're like, people want more of this, so I haven't seen it. I don't know much about it, but yeah. um, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's got ties here at Philadelphia. She was in Trading Places, and, you know, so we'll get her on later on. Very exciting. This morning's really cool. And we're also gonna have a uh, local gal trying to become a Maxim cover girl. and We haven't uh, talked to any Maxim gals in a long time. I didn't I mean, even know this was still a thing, but <laughs> it she's is. Kind of running on an interesting platform, but we'll get the details from her later on. And uh, Kat Aducci will be on, former uh, Eagles cheerleader. Oh. And so, uh, we'll chat with her about that, maybe get some support from you. And in the meantime, we'll do our thing. We yeah. do things every day.
7: We're yeah. thing doers. We're thing doers. Oh, I want you to do this thing. Can this you thing that, that oh. you yeah, do that
0: thing. I can do this. I can give away some tickets to see Dom Irivero. Ah, he is playing tomorrow. He's a thing.
7: Yeah, he is a thing,
0: and he's playing at this thing called Live Casino and Hotel, uh, Philadelphia. And That's he a gambling will thing. Be there tomorrow, and showtime's at eight o'clock. How would you like to go? Uh, let's take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, and I will set you up with the tickets. They start at 30 bucks, and you can get them at AXS.com. You must be 21 or older. Oh, and by the way, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Still didn't tell you that. Uh, So we'll take that 15th caller, and we'll set you up with that. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. The Stupid Question, the Entertainment Report, they are on the way. Stay there.
8: If you like what you hear... You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
8: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, let's give something away. We're gonna go let's see, we're not gonna goo. We're gonna do a four pack of uh, tickets for Hot Wheels. <laughs> what the hell is happening? happening? I hit the button. All
7: right, I
0: do nope, that's my fault. You didn't do anything, Casey. You were far away from the mix. He was console. gooing. Yeah, you it just... can't goo without the uh stop going over music. There. Uh, so this is going to be Wells Fargo Center on Sunday, July 31st. Here is the question that we have for you this morning. What is Hershey's most popular product? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. That would be by sales, I assume. So what is Hershey's most popular product? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr Let's see if you think you know the answer. Give us a call. I'll go through birthdays while we wait for the answer to that trivia question today, Thursday, July 21st. Birthdays include actor Josh Hartnett. Yes, uh, who has been in everything from Black Hawk Down to uh, Penny Dreadful to Pearl
3: Harbor?
7: Went away for is... a little bit. He yeah. did. He
3: he decided to step away from Hollywood, and yeah. I think it really helped his mental situation. Now he's back. He's in a movie that I really enjoy, based on a graphic novel called Thirty Days of Night. Okay, have you ever seen it? I Have not. Vampires, you know, in Alaska, in Northern Alaska, where um, ah, they a small can town. be out all the time right, it's right, dark right.
0: for several hours. Yeah, interesting.
3: Okay. Uh, We had the chance
0: to meet him at the uh, Pearl Harbor premiere in Hawaii. We were there covering that, and he was a super nice guy. Uh, He is 44 years old today. Uh, The very beautiful uh, model slash actress, Allie Landry, Yes. Uh, is 49. Her from the Doritos commercial. famous
3: Doritos commercial. Was she with Mario Lopez for a while? Were they married? I believe that sounds right right to me. Yes, let's
9: go with let's that. Let's go with yeah.
0: that. Uh,
3: Information you can sort of trust. She's 49
0: today. Uh, I guess we love having it in the studio. John Lovitz has his birthday. <laughs> he's great. Uh, he's
3: 65 years I old. I just watched the uh, remake they did of The Stepford Wives. And, oh, and yeah. he's Matthew Broderick, and he are our buddies in that movie. Not very good, but right. he's always good. Uh here's a little vocal uh love from him. Shaka <laughs> 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 I love that's him saying shaka-chan. Khan! Uh,
5: Shaka
3: <laughs> What's it, is his finest screen moment? <laughs> the beginning of uh, when oh, he's up in the tree with little Nicky.
0: Oh my god. If you have never seen that movie, even if you hate that movie, the the the, the beginning of it is John Lovitz. He's he's a pervert. He's sitting in a tree. Watching a woman change her clothes, right, and it's just a few minutes of just hilarity, <laughs> and he steals the scene. He's yeah. like the first person. This is how we get introduced to hell because he falls out of three, tree, right. dies, he goes to hell, he's an armed and then person. takes you down there. But he is just a scream. <laughs> he's like he's he's up in the tree mixing cocktails, <laughs> right. like he's settling in for the he's night, ready. Yeah. Oh my god, it is so funny. Uh, he turns sixty-five. <laughs> years old today. Uh, The great Cat Stevens uh, now goes by the name Yusuf Islam has his birthday today. He's 74 years old. I have several Cat Stevens songs that I have on playlists that I
3: love to it's just call so it. so good. And the use of the one song in particular in the death scene, the funeral scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh like, my God. So uh, amazing. It's Father and Son,
7: right? Father and it Son. Is. Yeah. And for some reason, it's not showing up on our oh. little thing here, so I'm going to play this song instead. Another beautiful song. So many great songs. Peace Train. Uh, what is. Um... Cats in the. No, wait, no. That's uh, Harry Chapin. Yeah. Cats oh, on was, the Train. No, nah, I was thinking Cats in the Cradle, but yeah, his name Ch- is Cat Stevens. Stevens. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, it can happen. What's that if you will. Want to reach out, reach
6: out. Right, yeah.
0: And if you want to be seen, I can't remember the name of that song, but I love that song. Uh, Cat Stevens celebrates his 74th birthday today. Uh, Gary Trudeau, who brings us the cartoon Doonesbury, uh, 74 years old. Married to Jane Pauley, right? That is correct. Uh, Justin Bartha, who you know from the National Treasure movies and the Hangover movies as well,
4: and he's in this show that uh, Steve and I like called uh, Godfather of Harlem. Yes, he plays an FBI agent, and uh, he's really good. It's a different, very different than the Hangover, uh, but he's great <laughs> in it, and it's cool to see him, you know, continuing to act.
0: Is he playing a pretty straight character? Oh yeah, he does yeah. a
4: comedic take a lot on on roles
0: usually. Yeah, I mean, it's kind just, of goofball.
4: A, he's an FBI agent, and uh, uh, Morgan Thales is the character's name. And yes, yeah, Steve uh, Preston, very, very straightforward. Okay, and they're
3: only. Were there two or three Hangover movies? Were the three? There were three, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah.
4: The third one came back to Vegas, and John Goodman was in it, and
3: the second one was the same movie,
4: yeah,
3: kind of, and that's
0: what happened. A la, like an Austin Powers type of right. thing. a lot of the same gags, but the third one, and they they put a twist on it. But uh, Justin Bartha is forty four today. Uh, Rory Calkin, who we actually spoke to not that long ago, brother of Macaulay Calkin'. Uh, he's in this series on Hulu called Under the Banner of Heaven. Andrew Garfield is Great. the lead. Great. We, uh, a few of us watched it here. It was excellent.
3: Yeah, and yeah. Andrew Garfield Garfield nominated uh, for an Emmy for his performance. Uh, and Rory played a, a nut yeah. job
0: in that. Uh, he is 33 years old today. Uh, a character actor, and you guys know this guy, David Dost-Malkin, uh is 47 today. So in the Ant-Man films... He plays the Russian kind of side right. to Scott Lang. And uh he he's also in he's he's in a few genre movies. So in Suicide Squad, he's polka dot man. Yes, yeah. And in oh. Dune in Dune he plays Pider. Uh <laughs> and he's uh he's just one of those guys
4: oh you're like that guy. He's a chameleon.
0: He's also in Dark Knight, Dark I think Knight, too. Yeah. He's like
4: one of the He's crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's gotten out of uh, Arkham yeah. Asylum yes. and, and he he shoots the mayor. And then uh, Batman almost wants to kill him, but does not.
0: He's one of those guys who just keeps grabbing really interesting roles. And uh, he's he's a person I'd like to talk to. Yes, that he's been in a ton of stuff. He's 47. And then the last birthday, uh, the wonderful Juno Temple, uh, who plays Keeley on Ted Lasso. What a great character. You know what she's great in? She's yeah.
3: great in the series, The Offer. She's a main character in The Offer about the making no of The Godfather. Okay. And she's rocking her American accent. She does a great job. Yeah. She does do... Yeah. Great American accent. She's in Black Mass yes.
0: as well, Steve, That's right, yes. Favorite Johnny Depp yeah. movie. Dark Knight
4: yeah. Rises. I just saw her. I watched that over the weekend. And uh, she's uh, Anne Hathaway's friend and um, apartment uh, mate. In Is that she game. one of the fairies
3: yeah. in uh, Maleficent? Maybe she's naked
7: oh. in uh, the show Vinyl that was out on um, HBO.
0: Huh. Oh, she's naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You she's your boobies.
4: Thirty-three years old today. Naked mm-hmm. is what naked means. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Steve, she's Thistlewit in Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Ah, there you that go. Ring a bell? Thistlewit. Thistlewit. Yeah. You gotta All watch
0: her right. you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Thistle with snakey. Watch it. <laughs> all right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, what is Hershey's most popular product? 215263 WMMR. And I will go to Ralph. Right. See if we can get the answer. You're You're Ralph. Rack. Hey, what up, you hot
10: bitches? <laughs> Hi, are you, we man? are
0: some hot bitches this morning, <laughs> my friend. Ralph, what is Hershey's most popular product? I'm going to Reese's. Yeah, peanut butter cup. Really? Oh, wow. w- I know I was a little surprised by that too.
2: Yeah, I'm
0: surprised. Um, but nonetheless, we have yeah, it's the number one selling candy brand in the United States wow. since '69. Yeah, I it's, it's kind of what I, when I want to treat myself. Yeah. Really, I get a little Reese's.
3: Okay. Okay. okay, yeah, it is. It's uh, in a top ten yeah uh, uh, position in my mouth, but it's not <laughs> the number one. And you want to hear something else surprising
7: about Reese's? The Reese's Thins. Oh, really? Yes. I've never had. Have you mm-hmm. seen them naked? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, I will have to try those. Yes. Uh, You'll the, see is it the, is it is it the ratio to
0: peanut butter and chocolate that makes it a little bit better? It's or? kind
7: of a perfect ratio. That yeah. is a critical wild. thing. Uh-huh. Absolutely.
3: That's why the Oreo thins that I purchased uh, a while ago in bulk accidentally through Amazon uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, are awesome. So, wait a minute. Hang on. Wait. Re- no. Reese's. Hold the phone. Or,
0: um. Is... You know, I immediately think of of Hershon Milty, Hershon Milty.
5: Hershon Milty, yes. Yes! (laughs) This is
3: Hershon Milty. That's a new one. He plays with the Cubs. Damn it! (laughs) Taking the field,
2: Hershon Milty. You were doing so good this morning.
3: (laughs) Hershon.
6: Hershon. Hershon.
5: Hershon. 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 Hershon.
0: And Steve, if he, had, if he had a niece or nephew, he'd be Uncle Milton. <laughs>
5: oh, oh, Milton. Milton Hershon. Oh, right. Oh.
7: Is what I was forgot chasing. what we were even talking
0: it's about.
5: It's Ert and Bernie. Dude, <laughs> no, it's
7: Bernie and Ert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick pulled up the Wikipedia
0: page of one Harry Burnett H.B. Reese and he is the man who created uh, Reese's peanut butter
4: cup. He was the dairy manager apparently, and yeah. in Hershey for the Hershey company. Not
3: to go oh. even further off the rail, but what is the um, Hershey? <laughs> Hershey milky. milky. <laughs> the actual peanut uh, butter material is not actually peanut butter. It's it's yeah. a confection, right? Is that, yes. That, yeah. a, a, so what what did, what do we believe it to actually be comprised of? It's I, 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 obviously, a percentage
4: of sure. peanut. But what are yeah. the other? Confectionary sugar is a, a part of it. My mom can make a really good. She can, yeah. Um, right. Knock off Reese's peanut butter. Right. And it's, um, I tried making it, Steve, one time. It is she just... following the original Hershon uh, Milty? Yes, recipe. she is. She, she studied is. at the knee of Hershon <laughs> Milty.
2: She went to the Hershon Milty school. Yeah.
3: It's in Paris, you know. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I would imagine peanut butter is
4: uh, one of the ingredients. It in is. That, yeah. But so. it's not like the, it's confectionary sugar. Straight the, up. Yeah, and then yeah. salt, and it really changes the taste Okay. Of it, yeah. yeah. We're trying to get this as a... We
7: need to move on because that was our stupid question. Oh. By the way, <laughs> I need you to stop talking okay, and right. move on. Then, and move on here. I need I, you I, to stop I, I talking. Can edit. Well, I'll, I actually don't have a whole lot. Oh,
0: of you don't have a whole lot. So we're yeah. doing okay. Yeah. All right, no, just... back off. Yeah. We oh,
7: yeah. right. hey, <laughs> just we haven't gotten to the actual uh, sponsor of the stupid. <laughs> that was the stupid question. There I'm we sorry. Go. We can Oh, on. I didn't give the answer. What I gave him? No.
0: Oh, uh, by the way, yeah, we gave him a four, four pack of tickets for Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live at Wells Fargo Center on Sunday. Sunday, July 31st 2:30 p.m. tickets uh for the July 30th and 31st shows are available at wara wells fargo Center, philly.com Are we happy now?
3: No. Okay. <laughs> He's right. a little sleep deprived. Night <laughs> to of fish. All right. Uh yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. I right, will move it along. But maybe we can save this conversation uh for another time. Yes. But I found that interesting. So, uh Honey Boo Boo. See, I told you we were yes. on entertainment. Uh, yeah, oh boy. Uh, So, Alana Thompson will undergo a weight loss procedure this summer. Just Uh, like her mom did. The 16-year-old's manager, Gina Rodriguez, said that the former reality star and her 20-year-old boyfriend, 20-year-old boyfriend? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's a Uh, whole other thing.
0: Will both be having the non-surgical suture sculpt and endoscopic sleeve procedure. So she's going to get the sleeve done. So
3: she wants to get into bathing suit shape for Swamp Illustrated. <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
5: God. <laughs> Rodriguez added,
3: Alana has been losing weight for
0: months now and wants to do the procedure because she thinks that it will help her lose more and keep it off. So she is going to go through with that. Uh, she
7: was She's like a brand manager for... Or social media uh, influencer for I think is it Boston market
5: t- chewing tobacco? Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. she, she did a is uh, she? yeah, yeah uh-huh. she did an
7: ad recently, Marissa sent it to me for for
0: Boston market uh for their new chicken nuggets, uh-huh. uh, but hey, man, listen I love she's, Boston market she's been, uh, you know uh, had a, a huge audience, so absolutely yeah, yeah, why she not? may as well turn it into something. Uh, Kim Kardashian's back at home with her kids after visiting her boyfriend, Pete Davidson, in Australia last week. She celebrated by posting photos of herself in bed with (laughs) St. Chicago and Psalm on Wednesday uh, with the caption, Last Night Bedtime. Uh, The sleepover with her kids follows a trip uh, to Queensland uh, where the comedian, where uh, Davidson, is filming Wizards alongside Orlando Bloom.
3: Imagine if your life, your daily existence had at least 20 to 25 separate moments where you're taking orchestrated shots of your quote-unquote existence for social media. And that's, that's her brand. That's what she's supposed to do. But I couldn't live that way. I maybe if you got the paycheck she
0: was getting for those, yeah, even
5: okay. <laughs> even it's
3: probably,
0: probably screw it up. Man, yeah. uh, we're going to stay in the Jenner sphere uh, right. for a little while oh. because I've got like uh, three stories back to back. So we just welcome.
3: installed a new bio dog. <laughs> we'll now be able to bring all sorts of animals aboard. Oh wow! of the Ark. I didn't know that. So while this in- is our first giraffe, his name is Sasha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
7: What the sound does a giraffe make? Come here, Sasha. They purr. Uh, <laughs> uh, so,
0: Chris Jenner is reportedly concerned about Kylie Jenner's extravagant
3: spending. Weightlessness is a consideration, so we spin in space and create gravity that way. That way, the giraffes can stay on the Absolutely, ground. Absolutely, because okay. you don't want to be clocked by a giraffe.
0: No. Uh, an insider told New York Post, uh, the New York Post Kylie has been spending so much. That after she bought the jet, her mom had to step in and tell her to slow down. So the jet was what,
3: like $100 million? $72 million. Um, well, that's actually less. She got that at a discount because Jeez. kids was $100 million. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's just... 172000000 million. Mind-boggling money. By the way, that's the cost of the jet. That's not the cost every yeah. time you buy fuel for it. <laughs> yeah. The pilots the pilot, you need to... St- the, and staff, the, other, and the staff. All of it. Right? Right. Whatever,
0: whatever fees you have that to pay. That was just from- the price tag on the jet. For landing and, and storage yep. and all of that this stuff it adds up to millions mm-hmm. of dollars. All of these things. Is- <laughs> you the kind of jet and a
3: hundred million dollars. They'll in your face. Yeah, you should <laughs> in your face. <laughs> I'll crack off one in your face. <laughs> I'll blow that lip kit right off your mouth. That's <laughs> what he does. Yeah. What he does. farted
2: in my face.
3: <laughs> probably, a, let me tell you about this time I was in the movie And I farted in his chick's face He <laughs> 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 farted <laughs> in my face oh, to, Try to tell me that didn't smell like Bromworth
2: He <laughs> farted <laughs> in my face okay.
3: <laughs> Uh, Chloe- make that your door ring, your door, your doorbell ring.
0: Chloe uh, yeah. uh, Kardashian isn't uh, ready for her daughter to head off to school in the fall, so she showed off the cutest <laughs> personalized backpacks for four-year-old True Thompson's first day back at school, and wrote, "OMG, I'm so
1: not ready for this." Oh my God, I am getting misty just thinking about it. Are <laughs> <I'm gonna cry.
5: laughs>
0: So, anyhow, that's it in the genosphere. We're leaving. Oh, I don't have any more. We we
3: we Draw have to... the back airlock if you need to. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the back airlock. We're undocking from the genosphere. Yes, we are now uh, moving away. Yeah, clearance. Well, so, got that door. Just wait till the pressure evens up. <laughs> or else, your head will explode. <laughs>
0: Frankie Mudez says that his memory loss is not as bad as the producers of Dancing with the Stars made it seem. Uh, The Malcolm in the Middle star recently uh, said on a podcast that the show's producers edited his remarks uh, to make him seem like he has zero memory of of anything. Go figure. I I I saw him,
3: uh, he was on a podcast with Steve-O. Steve-O has this podcast of uh, celebrities who have dealt with either addiction or some sort of profound medical uh, situation. He did indicate in that that he did have periods where it was pretty tough to remember things. And like he says, he basically can't recall most of the Malcolm in the Middle Years.
0: Uh, He said he simply didn't remember a lot from that time. He said, I remember I was Malcolm, uh, but I did a lot of stuff and I don't remember everything. But he said they played it up a little bit. Okay, go figure. Which is what they do. They edit that stuff together. They create drama through uh, editing. They should all
3: be as real as the Jenners.
0: Uh, Christine Baranski uh, recently gave Entertainment Weekly the scoop on the viral image of her glaring at Elon Musk at the 2022 Met Gala. I didn't see this photo. Neither
3: did I, yeah.
0: Uh, But she told the outlet on Wednesday, I was actually dissing him as I was waiting in line to go to dinner. Uh, she explained that as an environmentalist, she feels that uh, he should be spending his billions to clean up the planet instead of going to space. So I guess there's some picture like, of her. He has,
3: like, the the top-selling electric car. Does, does he get points for that? I don't know.
0: Yeah. But anyhow, she, there's, a there's a, uh, I guess, a, a picture of her kind of glaring. You should go
3: into space. Glaring at
0: him. So. Mm. Um, this is Us star. Justin Hartley is one step closer to having a new series at CBS. According to Deadline, his drama series, The Never Game, has received a pilot order at the network, and the series follows Hartley as a lone wolf survivalist who roams the country as a reward seeker.
7: Is this the dude, the hot son from uh, This Is Us? There's, I don't know. you know, they have triplets. What's the name again? It's
0: uh, his name is Justin Hartley. Yeah. And he's from This Is Us. He, he's Kevin on the show. Okay.
3: Yeah, he actually starred in the pilot for the not picked up TV series Aquaman. And mm, apparently and, he
4: was uh, in uh, Smallville first stretch. Yes, deep?
3: okay. And he, I think, there he played the Green, Green, Green Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. yeah. So he was going to be Aquaman. He was going to be now. If you you can still find this pilot on um, iTunes, uh, and it actually was really well done.
0: Okay. Tim Burton will receive France's prestigious Lumiere Award at the 14th edition of the classic film focused Lumiere Festival in Lyon this October.
3: Here is your award. It is a Lumiere. Uh, Enjoy it. Previous. And here are your Uh
0: Recipients include uh, Jane Campion, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, and Quentin Tarantino. So he's obviously in fine company. That's nice, yeah. Uh, but Tim Burton deserves a lot. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so ABC announced Wednesday that her will play Belle in the upcoming Beauty and the Beast musical. Man, they're remaking all
3: this stuff over and over. Over
7: and over. Yes. Yeah. Wait, know? wait. Is this... A, I'm sorry. This, this is, is a,
3: live TV. Is a okay. live TV version, right, Preston? Uh, is that it what it is? Is the musical. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So, the Grammy award-winning artist said in a statement, I have always wanted to be a Disney princess, and I get to work with two wonderful directors, uh, Hamish Hamilton and my favorite, John M. Chu. And it's uh, very surreal, and I couldn't be more grateful the musical will uh, feature a blend of animated and live-action scenes. will air on December 15th. Now, I know she's a singer. Uh, I did not know she acts, but I guess there you go. Rock on. So it was, uh,
3: Hermione was uh, Belle in the yeah, last she round. She was lovely. Yes. Uh, lovely Belle. She was great. Um, Hermione Vagini. Hermione Vagini. <laughs> Hermione Vagini. Your name is Vagini. Uh I'm the Beast.
0: Tom Bergeron is thrilled to hear that Alfonso Ribeiro, Ribeiro will co-host season 31 of Dancing with the Stars. Oh. kind of following in his footsteps
3: because okay. uh, Bergeron was the host of AFV. They honestly should never have... They should not have gotten rid of Tom Bergeron. I don't know what the ratings oh, have Dancing with the get, Stars? I know. He's a great host. Yeah. Wait, it, did
11: they get rid of him or I thought he left?
3: No, they got rid of him. Really? Yeah. So... He, 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 he was he had He had issued statements. He was... He he was a class act, but he was clearly not thrilled with the decision. Huh. Uh, the former host wrote in a
0: recent Instagram post, now getting Conrad Green back as Dancing with the star showrunner is only one of their smartest decisions. Here's the other one. Congratulations, buddy.
3: So they went with Tyra Banks, you know, because they oh, thought yeah. she would bring in a uh, solo. They thought she'd bring in a younger audience,
5: mm-hmm. and Did it didn't
7: work. Oh, I think, really? Um, and, it's, and I feel horrible saying this because I like Alfonso Rivera. He's just too cheesy. He's, he's, he's
3: like, I'm like, God, you're such a dork. He's scripted you know as like, cheesy on yeah, AFV. That I know. that that's just, so. The the numbers are great for the show. Uh, my wife had the same issue. I just gave myself over to him, right? And I've never been uh, unhappy. Hey, Saget was very
0: cheesy yeah. on that show too, right? The, and and you know he just it's it's, it's a wholesome family program, and they kind of I know what you're saying though. Bergeron I thought did a great job. Yeah. So, but anyhow. Like, they
7: they really need to write for themselves. Like, you know, you can clear, and even with Bergeron, and Bergeron was better than Saget. But I liked Saget the most. Of the three, I liked
3: Saget the most. But, like, of the three, I'm a Bergeron man. However, I love Alfonso Rivera. I think he does a great job. All right. uh, Moving on. This is a messed up story. This uh, I meant to include yesterday, but I didn't have
0: time to do it. Uh, Variety reported a crew member. Uh, For law and order, organized crime was shot and killed Tuesday morning while on location to film the show's third season. What? A guy named uh, Johnny Pizarro, a resident of Queens, arrived in Brooklyn in the early hours of the morning. Uh, He was sitting in his car at about 5.15 a.m. when an unknown person opened the door and opened fire. He was rushed to a nearby hospital and pronounced dead on arrival. I don't. They don't know if if the, this person knew him, no, or, I, or what was going on. I don't know anything about it as of yet. There's an investigation going on. So obviously.
3: try to keep productions coming to New York City when you have people on active sets getting murdered. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see if it was a targeted. Right. Uh, you know, if, if somebody had
0: something yeah. to get this guy against this guy or not. Uh, Kiki, Kiki. Oh no, I did that yesterday. Kiki. Uh, let's see. Mm. On Tuesday, a first look photo was revealed showing Abbott Elementary star. Uh, Keita Brunson, starring as Oprah, in the upcoming biopic, Weird, the Al Yankovic Story. <laughs> uh, Brunson uh, retweeted the image and uh, wrote, let's get weird with the hashtag weird. So, She's very talented, man. Uh, and I, I'm interested to see how they play off this. <laughs> Uh, this we're, we're looking at a picture. Daniel
4: Radcliffe as Weird Al. is it's brilliant casting. Yeah, yeah, and he he's, he's kind of cut up. He looks like you know he's got a shirt off in this photo, but it's like his head with the glasses and the mustache. I know I it's know. great. Yep.
0: <sighs> and are they going to do? Did not we hear? Are they going to do kind of like a um, like a Rocket Man? Yeah, Rocket yeah, Man. That's type what of my
3: thing. understanding. Where there are slight fantastical, fantastical moments, moments the singing yeah, moments.
0: Yeah. yeah, that could be. That's probably the way to do yeah, it. Yeah. I think.
3: Uh, Eddie Murphy
0: is set to star in and produce Candy Cane Lane, which is a new holiday comedy for Prime Video.
5: Yeah. Uh,
2: Reginald Candy Cane Lane is uh, was like on one of my holiday activity lists years ago. I mean, I don't I don't know if there's any connection, but it's in Orland.
3: Oh, it is. Yeah. Whoa. What is Candy Cane Lane?
2: It it was just a residential neighborhood that basically decided to decorate their entire neighborhood the same, so they all have these giant like, 10, 12-foot candy canes wow. along uh,
3: the street and outside their house. Is it possible this pertains to that? Was Candy Probably Cane not. Lane
0: one of the places in the uh, Gary Lauer Christmas cookie, Christmas cookie Cove. Christmas <laughs> Cookie Cove. That was it. Okay. Uh, anyhow. No, Kendo. Reginald Hudlin will direct film And from a spec script Written by Kelly Younger And inspired by Younger's Childhood holiday experiences So I assume a spec script Is a very tiny script A little bit No, spec It means uh, speculative uh, They're just working on it All right. So Murphy is on board as a producer Serving alongside Imagine's uh, Brian Grazer And the new movie Reunites the team behind Uh, The hit comedy Boomerang and makes the seventh feature collaboration for Grazer and Murphy. Uh, Plot details are being kept under wraps and production will begin this winter in Los Angeles. Uh, The new project is the first film in Murphy's first look deal with Amazon Studios, which the parties formalized in 2021 following the successful launch of Coming to America on the streamer. So they're going to have a lot of projects
3: with Eddie. So Amazon is going to be what Netflix is for Adam Sandler. Right, yeah. Same sort of deal. Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, during a United Nations speech in New York City on Monday, Prince Harry shared his love for Africa in honor of Nelson Mandela Day, and he commented on how the continent connected him to his mother, Princess Diana, and his wife, Meghan Markle, ah. as well. He said, for most of my life, uh, it has been my lifeline, a place where I found peace and healing time And time again, and it's where I felt closest to my mother and sought solace after she died and where I knew I had found a soulmate in my wife. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have traveled to Africa together on multiple occasions. Following their engagement, uh, Harry had said, I managed to uh, persuade her to come and join me in Botswana. It
1: was our plan to visit Zamunda
3: together.
0: (laughs) We can't... We camped out with each other under the stars. She came and joined me for five days out there, which was absolutely fantastic. Uh, He said, so then we were really by ourselves, which was crucial to me, uh, to make sure that we had a chance to know each other.
4: They were going Uh, there after Wakanda, Steve. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. They were going to Wakanda. (laughs) Yeah. And then due to timing issues, (laughs) we
3: could not meet up with uh, ch- ch- Chichetala, is that how it's pronounced? He is the Black Panther, and imbued with powers beyond our comprehension.
0: So that's where he says he fell in love with her. Uh, this is pretty cool, Steve. You sent me this uh, Vito Corleone's Staten Island mansion uh, from, of course, the iconic film, The Godfather, is up for rent on Airbnb, and it'll only set you back fifty bucks a night. <laughs> what? The 6,248-square-foot home, located at 110 Longfellow Avenue, will be available for the month of August in celebration of the film's 50th anniversary. Up to five guests will have private access to the mansion, uh, which uh, features a saltwater pool, a game room, and its own pub. Uh, Booking will open at 1 p.m. Well, it opened on Wednesday, so you might have missed your chance. I don't know.
3: (laughs) Uh, So, uh, outside, a lot of it looks the same. Inside, not so much. And what they did when they made the movie is they turned a couple of houses into what appears to be a compound by putting that faux brick wall entrance across the street. Uh, The
0: posting on Airbnb describes the home as a charming but expansive property that has undergone renovations and is completely modernized while still being recognizable from the exterior for its appearance in The Godfather. And
6: here is the karaoke machine if you like to sing along. (laughs) Oh, he's taking you on the tour. Right. He said, oh, my yeah, yeah, yeah. God. And we-, we have one of those soda streams where you can make your own pop <laughs> sodas and drink them. And we have orange and cream soda. Uh, grape is supposed to be here by Wednesday. <laughs> All kinds of amenities. This, this, this is nice. there a Keurig or anything for coffee? We they- do have a Keurig. Okay. <laughs> And well, we have some other flavors. We have a popcorn maker. Wow. This is a hot air popcorn maker. You don't need to use oil. <laughs> For those people who are what you call health conscious.
0: Okay. <laughs>
6: uh, yes, yes. I got I got an email. And um, a trampoline. I forgot Oh, that. yeah. Can't forget <laughs> that. Can you show us how that works, it's please? I like like, boing, boing. <laughs> I feel like a kangaroo. Pleasiest <laughs> <laughs> goddamn thing ever.
4: Uh, I just wanted to bring this up real quick because I got a really cool uh, email from a listener named Kevin and he stayed in with his uh, family in the Field of Dreams house in Iowa. And you that's can, got the full park and everything. It right? does. You can and Steve, you can rent. If, like if you're a baseball fan and I am, you it's it, it's that's a lot of money, but it's not that much. A thousand dollars, but the entire family gets to stay there for one night. Yeah, and um, you can play on the field by like you have the entire baseball field to yourself from six p.m. until ten a.m. the next morning. Mm-hmm. So it's open to the public. People can come and see. But so I, the reason I bring it up is the Godfather House and. The Field of Dreams house, like, I didn't even realize these options existed for places to go and stay, and and I oh, would hell, do that. I, I would do, listen, I, I don't even like the whole Airbnb concept,
3: but the, to be at the Godfather house would be pretty cool.
4: Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, and I guess it depends. Maybe
4: only certain times a yeah. year. Uh, I know. mean, there's a Major League Baseball game. Yeah, blackout days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? a black. There's a Major League Baseball game at the Field of Dreams this year, so, like, there are oh. t- times where you can't stay, but, uh, yeah, he and his family were able to do it.
0: Uh, so the exterior of the English 2 door uh, style mansion was used in the movie uh, for memorable scenes, including the wedding of Vito's daughter Car- uh, Connie. Boasting five bedrooms and seven bathrooms, the home is most suitable for two adults and three children. It was built in 1930. Was owned by Edward and Mary Norton for nearly sixty years until they sold it in 2000.
6: Is there is a purchase from Hershon Milty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's <guy's> a legend. <laughs>
6: In 2012,
0: for $1.7 million, renovations on the home took place in 2012 to 2016, and it sold uh, in 2016 for $2.4 million. Uh The home got its claim to fame when it was recommended to location scouts by Staten Island native Gianni Russo. Uh, the actor who played Carlo Rizzi, Corleone's son-in-law. So it was his idea. He saw this place. And he's like, "That's got to." Again, be a-
3: if you watch The Offer, they go through the, that whole that, that that whole scene, and 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 is walking around the yard, and he's he immediately says, "This is the place. We got to do this place because they had the big yard, and that's where he sort of put together the idea of of the contrast of the bright, sunny wedding taking place, mm. and in the Godfather's dark office." The the more um, down to business business taking place. It's very cool.
6: Any bathrooms in there? We have bathrooms. We <laughs> I mean, have a split bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I would like a Jack and Jill bathroom. Jack and Jack okay. and okay. Jill. Yeah. Okay. And uh, up a day. Like, I yeah. said it for cleaning out your couch.
7: Oh. What about shiny? Right. What's that? Butt too. Yeah, I yeah.
6: guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're into.
0: All right, I think we're into the clips now, is what we're into, to be honest. (laughs) Let's go over there. America's favorite feel good show, Virgin River. Oh, I can't wait. will once again satisfy the that warm, hallmark feeling that we're all looking for. In an unexpected twist of events, star Alexandra Breckenridge recalls why filming almost didn't happen. Here we go.
11: We went up there and we did, like, sort of training up there. And it was a really nice, beautiful day. And then when we back went back up to shoot, it was freezing cold. Like, production couldn't continue because they have this huge gondola that goes up the side of the mountain. And you have to stop the gondola if... If there's severe winds. What the? F-
0: Kathy, you reacted to that. Why? Yeah,
11: I, because I I watched
2: the other seasons, and like we, my entire family has been waiting for the so new so it's, it's season It's a Hallmark to come up.
3: style, uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's
2: a very like feel good little. Uh, you know, she moves from the city to a little town, she falls in love, and there's all these like little. Th- yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: down with that. That's and very they, Hallmark.
2: They really uh, ended with a cliffhanger last. Season. Oh, really? So, yeah, so yes. Okay. We're, we're oh, waiting
4: and Tim, to find out. Tim Matheson is there.
6: Okay. Yeah. He's from my yeah. Yeah. Did we have
4: him on? We yeah. had somebody on from the show. Yeah, uh, uh, it's it a great, yeah. uh, funny movie. Was it Tim Matheson, Kath? Was it Tim Matheson, Kath?
2: You think I remember, but I do remember it was someone from the show. <laughs> yeah, we
4: had somebody. I, I'm pretty what sure I it was Tim Matheson. Yes, it
2: was. Yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of the yeah, uh, the, doctor. the Hallmark-type movies, you know, my, my in-laws were in recently. And my wife's uh, dad, Butch, <laughs> big, burly dude. I mean... <laughs> It's uh-huh. all they watch the whole time. Or he loves those. Is whole he watching movies. the Christmas movies off season because they run oh, them yeah. year round? It'll they watch, run the year, year watch round. any of those right. things, and I mean- it's hilarious
2: you should tell him to watch this my parents got my dad like called me and was like can you believe what happened
0: (laughs) really okay i will i will i absolutely will Uh, virgin river it's called yeah right and you just never in your life would you peg (laughs) this guy to be the guy to sit
3: around and watch the marathon i i i I feel i I feel his attraction to that (laughs) Uh, it it, it just makes you feel good and if you have lacey chabert in it or uh, Candace Cameron Bure? I'm on board. I just can't stand them. Yeah, I, just, I,
0: I I think the the women are pretty, and I yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I do like uh, that. But uh, but it's a little <laughs> too saccharine. But listen, it's a home run. Yeah, yeah, man. they're doing great. Virgin River is now available on Netflix. Here's the next clip for you. A dysfunctional couple with an overwhelming desire to start a family steals the hearts of their fans again in the third season of Trying. And here, Esther Smith reveals what it means to her to be a part of a realistic
6: sitcom. It's such a joy of a job. It's, you know, from the off, and when, when I very first read Series One, I was sat in a cafe and I just flicked through page after page after page. And I found it hilarious at one minute and I was crying the next. And I found. That was a pattern that kind of followed through. Defarted in my face.
3: Wow! With <laughs> you guys.
6: Bah! With us, uh, it sounded their, their voices yeah. were similar. I thought Defarted in my face. Yes. Uh, he trying...
2: in my face. Defarted <laughs> <laughs> in my face. <laughs> <laughs> sortted in my face
0: for those, for those who may have missed it there was a story the other day of, of that actress uh, and her name uh, Miriam Mar- uh, Margolas. Uh, she was in the Harry Potter uh, films. Uh, she was in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he farted in right. her face on purpose you as remember a movie,
3: we right? End of Days? I do. Yeah. It's not I, gave it, I
0: gave it a once, yeah. and that was it. So anyhow, uh, he farted in her face, and trying season three <laughs> premieres on he Apple
2: in my face. <laughs> Apple
0: TV Plus tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> and that One is, of the great uh, clips now. That's what I got in the entertainment report for you, but it's not all that I've got. I also have a four-pack of passes for an advanced screening of D.C. League of Super Pets with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Huh. Uh, this is on Monday, 7 o'clock, UA King of Prussia. And Keanu Reeves. Hits theaters on July 29th. Keanu Reeves is in this? Yes, miss. he's uh,
3: the that man's dog.
0: All right, let's take caller number 12, and we will give you those tickets. Two one five two six three 263 That is the number, and we will set you up.
7: I saw a video last night, and I was like, should we do this? It's a video of... Kevin Hart and the Rock smacking each other in the face oh, with it. tortillas. Yeah. Okay. It's a
2: TikTok tra- challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. It's a TikTok challenge and I saw I was like, should we do this? Well we- you have to do it without breaking up, right? Uh, you have
4: water in your mouth right. and so you can't spit out the water. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you lose. You lose. I don't I don't get it. It's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> And so if you lose rock, paper, scissors, the other guy get, then gets to slap you in the face with a tortilla. Okay. But the entire time you have water in your mouth and the first person to spit out the water loses.
6: And it's,
0: is
4: like, it because you're going to be laughing? You're going to be yeah, laughing. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. And Supposedly. Uh, it, it hurts a little bit with the tortilla, but it's not that much of a hurt that uh, you can't keep going. Okay.
0: Well, and
2: it was, and like Kevin Hart kept winning the rock, paper, scissors. So he was slapping the rock in
0: over, the and over
2: and over. Like, and then they did slow motion. You could see the rock's face and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of getting angry.
0: Ah, <laughs> all right. Uh, We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have uh, Maria Bamford on the show. We have Jamie Lee Curtis joining us as well and more. Stay put. We'll be right back.
9: 93.3 93.3 WMMR formally invites you to the first in our summer series of Regal Rock Righteousness. It's Tracky Bam Bam Rob Zombie's Freaks on Freight Tour with Mudvayne Static X and Power Man 5000. He's coming to the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Friday, July 29th. Yeah. Listen every night this week for my prize coffee up and you could grab a primo pair of the best seats in the house. Including passes to rock in the air-conditioned VIP room with some free drinks and access to the swanky VIP bathrooms. You can grab your tickets now from Ticketmaster, but the only way to win your way in is with me on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. And they pulled up this story
0: a little while ago about the, uh, the Sixers proposing to move to Center City,
4: uh, an arena. Uh, they're going to build an arena. So what does it look like?
3: Is this going to happen?
4: The update on NBC10 Philadelphia, which just came out five minutes ago, says that this is a plan that they're moving forward with. Marissa said that it was a proposal, and it is a proposal, but um, according to NBCPhiladelphia.com, the 76ers plan to build a privately funded arena in Center City at the current state of the fashion district. So the Sixers have given Philadelphia a rose, basically. (laughs) But they made uh, uh, Josh Harris and David Blitzer made this announcement at a press release this morning... And this new development company that they own, that they are a part of, 76DevCore, will develop the $1.3 billion uh, arena... The sports and entertainment venue will be located in the portion of the fashion district. So, Nick, what?
2: I'm also seeing that it's that it, it's it's a proposal. So they had a number of sites that they right. were gonna, that they were looking at. And I think they're zeroing in on this, and they have released a full proposal. There's actually a website, 76place.com, and it's their full proposal. So I guess maybe they're moving forward with this being the place. Well, I don't know that it's 100% set yet.
3: Do you think they would go ahead with this kind of um, ballyhoo, as they say? Uh, if they were not relatively sure this was going to go through.
2: Well, I mean, they had to they had to do a proposal. They had yeah. to, you know, release this full proposal. And Steve, there were a number of locations that they were looking at. This was just listed as one of them. So it looks like they've zeroed in on this one, and uh, I guess moving forward, okay. with this 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 one specifically. I
3: think this was the site of the proposed President Steve World. I, it's which, a shame yeah,
2: because was, now what are we going to do? What are we,
3: we are S-O-L. S-O-L.
0: Yeah, I know. I was gonna uh, really I looking know. forward to riding the Getzooks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, to get in, in
3: there.
4: Yeah, the uh, the Sixers have one of their owner for a long time especially when this new ownership group came in so i'm not surprised by it i'm, I'm glad if this ends up being the location that it, they, they're not moving to new jersey because that rumor was there for a while and all due respect to new jersey but I, I think the sixers belong in philadelphia um but the the ownership group owns the new jersey devils as well and so there were some rumors that they were going to try and have this be more of a new jersey centric organization um so i think staying in philly is a good idea in case i understand your point but I'm excited to take mass transit in and out of the city to see a Sixers game.
3: Well, this puts me in mind of Madison Square
4: Garden. Yeah,
3: so same sort of, same sort of vibe. And and um, uh, th- there are there are good aspects to, to that, and there are bad aspects to that as well. So. Um, uh, it's interesting. Uh, did, I mean, do they give any guess on the
2: yeah, belief like...
3: that it's going to go through? Or... Oh, I'm
2: thought. i oh, sorry. I thought you were going to hey. say a timeline. Because they still have the lease with the Wells Fargo Center until 2031. Oh, all
3: right. It's right. so a ways off. Oh, well and then... so the
2: opening of this new facility they have set for September of 2031.
4: And this, the Wells Fargo is there any reason to get in line now, Nick, over there? Probably <laughs> not, no. But they're doing all those renovations and upgrades to the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, like they've done every yeah. level of the Wells Fargo Center over the last few years, too.
0: So the Fashion District was the Galleria, right? Yeah. And now yeah. this is and and there's a uh, there's a uh, mass transit hub there mm-hmm. like you can you can uh, take, uh, train. take trains trolleys uh, subway and all that stuff. You hate it, Casey? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan. Okay.
7: Uh, How come, Case? Uh, well, I mean, for me, it's it's it doesn't Further make it Delaware County. It doesn't make it any more convenient. It's not
2: easy. I no, know. it's yeah. not
7: easy. I mean. Uh yeah you know, I take a trolley to 69th Street or I park at 69th Street and then I take the you know the, the the L I I I mean I don't take a whole lot of mass transit so I don't necessarily know what the most direct route is I also um not a fan of having uh transit be... Like having to be on the transit the only, schedule.
2: Yeah, that's like the. I mean, really, you you're gonna be able to drive, but like Steve said, if you're an idiot, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like mass transit is really, yeah, your only option here.
0: You could park over by the convention center or uh, Reading you, Terminal Market and walk. Right, you know but
2: think, I mean. but think about how like when how when there's a game, that? how many people. Are going to be down there. I, like,
7: our transit system is not great, and it's, it's not no. a, it's especially not right a, now. It's not a whole a bunch knock of situations. On, yeah, I, I, I've just been to other cities, and like we're not New York City. So here's the deal: if by 2031 or 2032, SEPTA can get their crap together, and you know, and and make the uh, the mass transit system a little
3: bit better, uh, or a lot bit better, you know. In, How about when we resign in 2030, we make this part of the deal. They have to make the transit system better so that the uh, it's easier to get to the Sixers. Or we just uh, we, we request a direct line. A direct yes. line Studio from here. Right.
7: I mean, I've just so been to so that. many other cities where
0: it's
2: like... <laughs> I, I would zip line to the Sixers yeah, game. You,
7: you'd zip line.
2: I, I, listen, that would be the, the time I would strap myself in <laughs> to a zip line and go to the Sixers game.
7: I've <laughs> been to, listen, London, you know... Been, to, been France. to France? Uh, no, I've been See to your Paris. I've uh, seen everybody's underpants. <laughs> yeah. No, London, France. All right, so I'm going to these the cities that are older than Philadelphia, Boston, for all intents and purposes, either older or the same age. Like those mass transit systems there. Are great. yeah the Boston. Tea, yeah. Like like uh, the, that whole yeah. system. But
0: those are well. I, I was talking talking about uh, London and France. Those are the New York cities of those mm-hmm. of those. You know what I mean? They're the, right. the the major major biggest metropolitan areas in those entire countries.
7: Yeah, but when you go to Boston and you can get in and around Boston, yeah, without ever right. getting in a car. And I mean, it's just it's great. And Philadelphia is not that. And it's also. Dirty. And it's so gross. Like, everything about, like, the subway in Philadelphia is just absolutely gross.
12: Casey, everything you're saying is right. But I am so excited for this because I hope that it is the reason why SEPTA gets funding and can change it and get some new trains and all. Because, you know, people use SEPTA every day. And I, I've actually started using it a lot more. I take the bus a couple times a week. It, like it's What about the subway? I take the subway. I take the trolley all the time. See if it's I've right heard, near me.
3: Marissa, as of late, I've heard more people... Have kind of scary stories about the subway.
12: I mean, sure, there's incidents. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's well, would It would be
3: better to go to Boston and, and take it down from here. Well, there,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. Just go. Well, to the the city. city itself is is dangerous now. Yeah. I mean, it's even right in Center City. It's not you know the quote bad areas anymore. So. I don't know if this is going to make it worse or make it better. How
3: high will your zipline be? Will you be above uh, my you, right? Or will there be, will be people jumping up and trying to grab at you?
12: I'm going to go over the whole <laughs> skyline. As a bigger picture, I think like right now people go to Eagles games and use the subway all the time, but that is like 8 Sundays a year, right? 7 right. Sundays and a Monday. But maybe this will be, you know, more people will be using SEPTA and public transportation, and then they'll get more funding, and it'll be great for the city. But I do love because the fashion district has so much potential, but there is so much unused space there. Uh-huh. There's a great Levi's outlet if anyone's <laughs> interested. Oops. There's, a, the Wetzel's there's a Wetzel's Pretzels. I know that for pretzels, sure, Casey. There's a Nike outlet. It's great, um, but it just it's the special. Wetzel's Pretzels halftime
4: show.
12: <laughs> ah,
5: yes.
4: I love any improvements to the city. And to me, this looks like an improvement to Center City, Philadelphia. There would be a draw. It would bring jobs. It would bring commerce, bring, bring uh, money you know, spent at restaurants. When you go to a Sixers game or a Flyers game or Eagles or Phil's or whatever, you, you go there. You don't really stick around before or after. You can go to Xfinity Live. There are options down there. But this... Is you know would bring hotel revenue, It would bring people from out of town. So for me, it's a real uh, bonus for Philly. I, I'm a fan. Uh,
0: I think one thing we're glancing over is the potential uh, for the rides at Preston and Steve World. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That would be. I had never considered that our own theme park and what rides would be there because I immediately think of the Nick McElwain, <laughs> the Nick. We guess what I, I get, get to do. do, which is
3: the inverted coaster. Uh,
0: is that what that yeah, would yeah, be? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I was thinking more like a, a just something like a goes, gravitron, something that goes around. Around and around like right, a right, round yeah. yeah.
3: Have you seen that thing that is? Uh, I don't know go, it, it is a. It looks like a long stick with people sitting in a circle at the bottom of it, and it swings back and forth. And as it's swinging, that circle with people sitting yeah. rotates like a pendulum. What right. is that?
0: Right. Um, is that new? Because so it looks no. pretty cool. I think it's called the Claw. Uh, they have one at Hershey Park. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I know exactly where you're. Should we about.
3: get one at and
0: Steve World? <laughs> it almost looks like a like a, a mixer. For, yes. A, a, a you know a hand mixer. For, right. for, for like if you were making a cake or something like that. But oh. only one of them. You know. Yeah, what I'm talking I like that. Yes. And it swings back and uh-huh. forth like this. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, there is this. It
3: Steve <laughs> There's a photo of it. That's yeah. it yeah, I, it. Was I do like awesome. it. that.
0: Yeah, they call that the Claw. Uh,
3: here's it's so Preston, in St. Louis. The um, what. What was the stadium situation like? Uh, when
0: I lived there, it was just Bush Stadium. Right. It was just a one the,
3: stadium.
4: Where did the blues play? Uh,
0: they played at, it was called uh, the uh, Kiel Center was when that, I was that, I don't know what it's called now. Was that
4: downtown? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, they were all downtown, but separate from
3: each other. They weren't in a complex like we
0: yeah. have. I think here. we have,
4: you
3: uh, know, you guys would know better than, uh, than I do on on this. Everyone, when people come in from out of town or, you know, my relatives come from New York down here, they're they're sort of amazed that we have the sports complex, that everything
4: is right there. There are advantages to it. I mean, like having everything there, uh, it is relatively easy to get in and out of. There are two major highways. It can be challenging getting in and out of the parking lots. um, But, you know, as far as like getting in and uh, parking and things like that go... It's better than Center City. What Um, does this do to the Wells Fargo if they actually depart? I'm curious about that too, Steve. Like, you know, I I would assume that the Flyers would continue to play there and then that they would have concerts and and whatever else, truck pulls and whatnot. But, like,
2: this will be like a pretty big blow for them,
4: though. It used to be the busiest sports complex. Those two buildings, when there was the Spectrum was still around and the Wells Fargo Center, it was the busiest sports complex in the world. There were more events there than any other place in the entire world because they would have, you know, the Kicks and the Union and whatever else at, uh, not the Union, but. Whatever. My, my point is that the yeah. spectrum was busy and the Wells Fargo was the center was busy, um, and this will take away from that. Preston so. has a the proverbial uh, door closed, but the window open up. That we lose the site
3: in the city, but potentially the Wells Fargo could be Preston and Steve World because oh. of the fact that oh. now they're down a major. Right. Well, no, I mean they're not going to lose
0: the
7: buildings. So. Right. they're the just
3: going to lose. Yeah.
7: The benefit for this is that the, the, the new venue will be nicer. It'll be a more intimate venue to watch a basketball game, and, and that will be nice. It would probably be their practice facility, too, I would imagine. Mm, or no? No. I Well, because I don't know. Camden. Got it right, the, I know Camden, they have been one in Camden, but and they just and built that. There's taxes involved yeah, and stuff like this that. These kind of
0: things. Yeah. These things and
4: taxes.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and surcharges
4: <laughs> and other things. Yes. I heard that the uh, the area that's been built up around where the Nationals play over the last decade, because um, that's it was in a, it was built on a part of Washington, not too far from the Capitol, but like uh, the restaurants that have gone in there, and the residents, it, it's made that part of Washington really really nice, and that's sort of a shining example of what a, an arena can do for a downtown area. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. Uh so all right, well this is something that's being proposed and listen,
0: it's not gonna happen until it may not be breaking news, but it's bending news. Twenty thirty one. Twenty thirty one. <laughs> so we we're have time a ways so- so- they had talked about building stuff in that general area for a while, yeah. other
3: other things.
4: That Disney complex, yeah. remember
3: that? Yeah, that was That would have been cool. Yeah. We got all excited about Talk about, about zip lines, Kathy.
2: We, we have
3: time to build the zip line is what I was going to say. Is oh, no, I don't want to get into a whole amusement park thing, so okay. we'll hold it for another. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, anyhow, uh, that uh, came
0: through. There's uh, something else I do want to talk about, and uh, that is the fact that we have the oppressive heat that we're under for the next few days. And uh, there was an article that Steve sent to me, and I, I found it kind of interesting. So we covered the other day of some different ways that you can try to beat the heat. They were actually fairly unique. Yeah, because usually
3: they're a bunch of crap. <clears throat> well, it's just yeah, the same, same stuff. Same stuff. Pretty general knowledge. You have to be an idiot not to know these things.
0: But what I, I did not know is uh, the difference between a few different things and the stuff that you hear when we hit heat like this are dehydration, ex- heat exhaustion, and heat stroke. Those are all different things. Do you know,
3: so when I originally sent this um, list to you, I, I then after saw the... Um, footage see the footage of the ups guy going oh, up yeah. to the door passed and out he just passes out oh, yeah. Yeah. in yeah, arizona yeah. and i'm like so i got went back to the list i'm like you know <laughs> i mean how, how do you get, yeah. when you're in the throes of it how do you meter it how do yeah. you know or are got, you just going to succumb to it i was concerned because my my
0: son is a delivery driver right yeah <clears throat> and i was like oh wow so he, he got back from work uh last night around nine o'clock and i saw him and i was like how was today he was like it was tough um, so any, anybody who is in and out of a vehicle, running around, or just doing you know strenuous outdoor work, it's it's rough.
3: And man. I don't care if the if the vehicle has AC. If you're opening and closing the door constantly, or if you're like a UPS driver yeah. where the side is always open. Well, I thought I saw a, um,
0: a follow up to that story, Steve, where the the UPS uh, UPS had commented that uh, that air conditioning. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for them to use it right. at all. So I, I, I
3: don't know if... I don't think they have AC in the van. I mean, years ago, for a brief period, my older brother d- drove for UPS, um, you know, like, between the jobs or waiting for the, another job to kick in. Mm-hmm. He said it was hot unbelievably I hot. Would, I would need to carry. know.
0: I would, I would. Uh, you know,
3: if somebody can confirm
0: uh, whether or not you get AC in those things or not, feel free
7: to call and let it us know.
3: It, but it'd be like having AC mm. running with your windows wide open. It, it, it would be counterproductive. Let
7: me yeah. ask you guys. Uh, do you guys know what the humidity level was yesterday or the day before? And but I'm only asking... Ask
2: Compared to what it's going to be today, Well, just
7: in general, because I, you know, I was outside at these concerts and I didn't feel like it was stifling.
3: I agree. Yeah. So, so, it, and so on on uh, um, on Monday. Well, when was the first official day? Um, Probably Monday. I think it was Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So again, I felt it was lower humidity. Now we're getting into the thick of it, as, mm-hmm. as Nick pointed out this morning. When you stepped out, you could feel. That that sort of womp. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I, I played golf yesterday in that heat, and I didn't feel yeah.
3: like going, oh, my
0: God, this is horrible. Right. I mean, it was hot. When but, I stepped but, in the
7: shade, I was like, okay, this is actually comfortable. You yeah. felt a breeze and all that.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel the the, the, <laughs> the thick humidity.
7: Uh, anyhow, uh,
0: real quick, um, I do want to hit this. So uh, about the symptoms of so heat exhaustion, heat stroke, and dehydration. Right,
3: you hear it all the time. So
0: what are the symptoms of heat exhaustion? Uh, as the body remains overheated, it will continue to sweat and further lose liquids. If individual's skin becomes cold and pale, they complain of dizziness and headaches and seem tired or weak, these are signs that they might be suffering from heat exhaustion. So, uh, obviously, you want to call 911 if a person is vomiting.
3: Run that back again. From the uh, What are the symptoms? Skin becomes cold and pale.
0: Yeah. Uh, and they complain of dizziness and headaches or and seem tired yeah. or weak. All right, that might be heat exhaustion. Now, heat stroke is when the body can no longer regulate its temperature. People may stop sweating and spike a fever. The cold, pale skin could turn hot and red. In addition to the fever, people may be confused, pass out, and vomit. So heat stroke, it seems, comes with a fever. Uh, If someone is vomiting, unable to drink, or (sighs) losing consciousness, medical attention is likely needed in an emergency department. Uh, medical staff can cool the person down and provide intravenous fluids. Uh, if you suspect that someone is suffering from heat stroke, obviously call nine one one
3: so uh, uh, wait, have you ever I think you might have mentioned it when we were talking about yesterday, where it's so hot, you drink a ton of water, but you don't pee. oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I played I, I'm telling you one of the one of the longest, hottest days. A buddy and I were on a golf trip in Alabama. It was 98 degrees. Yeah. High humidity. We're just just soupy out. Mm. And we, we might have played 36 holes that day. But I remember drinking like a gallon and a half of water. Yeah. And I realized over the course of like three, four hours, I'm like... I didn't pee one time. Yeah. Not one time. My body was just sweating all that out. It was using it. Right. And then uh, it was, uh, you know, excreting it through my... Uh, you were my, skin pissing. My pores. <laughs> were skin pissing all over the place. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh. There's a tiny huh. amount
0: of urine in your sweat. Uh, is there? Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Uh, hang on real quick. Let me go to uh, Jeff, a UPS driver. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Good mo- Hello. 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 You're on the air, buddy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> all right. Um, so, what's the story, uh, Jeff? UPS and uh, air conditioning.
10: There is absolutely it's non-existent, and it's a thousand degrees in there all the time. Uh, how many times I walk into a business and people go, "I'm dripping with sweat." <laughs> oh, you don't have they see in that truck? No.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, man.
10: It's just it's funny. It's every day. A friend of mine who works there was like last year brought in a HVAC heat gun. And shot in the back of the truck. It's like literally an oven. It was like 156 degrees. Oh,
3: so let me ask you: Do you? Um, how do you monitor if you're succumbing to the heat? Have you ever? Have you ever gotten a little woozy? I, I literally, it was last
10: year. It was the first time it ever happened to me. I was out delivering, and we were really like three day, 98 degree heat, humidity through the roof. And I remember walking, and it was the first time. But I was, I felt like I got that like. Pins and needles in my arms. Uh, I and was like, I got to stop. And I like went up to the corner. There happened to be like a burger thing. And I went and sat in there for 10 minutes. But yeah. it's just, it's just, you could just feel it. That's it.
3: Yeah. And you're driving a big truck filled with <laughs> parcels.
10: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I me yesterday I, I was like, you're not drinking enough water. And I said, there's a case of bo- plastic bottles in the back. And then, you know, you go through 10 or so. I got two Yetis. It's just, it's never enough.
0: Wow, what's what's the protocol per you know the the office that uh, if if you start feeling bad, uh, wh- what do you do?
10: Well, they constantly send us. We'll pro- I'll get ten messages today that'll say please hydrate and take cooling breaks, and <laughs> you know. But then it's also you have two hundred stops and six thousand packages, and it's like, do yeah. I want to work until nine o'clock at night? Yeah, right. you want to get home. You know yeah. what? Also though, something uh, uh, and, eventually uh, want to go home to the AC and like take a shower, right? That's,
3: you rarely see a, a a an overweight UPS driver. I think they just sweat out the calories it? like like driving a sauna. Dude, I see him I'm
10: running. I'm not going to lie. There's a, there, there are a couple of the guys that roam around that I see every day at the building, and I think there's no way you do the same job that I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Stay cool, buddy. All right. So, yeah, I see those drivers running, like literally running because they want to, you know, they have, like you said, 200 uh, stops to make. And they just got to keep going and going. And when you do it in this kind of heat, it can get quite dangerous. Uh, Yeah, I've I've got a few other uh, drivers. Thank you. Let me get here. I'll go to uh, Justine real quick. Hi, uh, Justine. Good morning.
5: Hi, how are you?
0: Good. What's up, Justine?
5: I
10: actually work in the building in uh, Philadelphia. Uh huh. And it is. Vicious
0: in there. Vicious in the building. no AC in the building. Yeah, yeah.
10: The, the if you're loading one of the trucks. It's like 120 degrees in them. It oh mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. building has like fans, but no AC. I mean, wow. you'd be standing there
3: dripping. No, is that because you have like big loading bay doors open, or what? What would be the reason for not air conditioning that area?
10: Um, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> they dropped. Constantly
3: going in and out, so I don't know if it would be efficient to air condition it. Damn, that would right, right, suck. Right, you're All back right. at the office, and then you can't get AC. Thanks, Justine. Yeah, we got a number of
0: uh, of people that are you know texting in about that that the the back of the trucks can be 150, 150. 100 degrees. Fifty, <laughs> man. Oh my. Uh so obviously the, the biggest thing you can do is is just keep drinking as much uh alcohol as you can. <laughs> right, yes. It's uh uh be. Yeah. you know, keep drinking water. That's what you want to do. Uh two other potential unpleasant outcomes of heat are rashes and cramps. Have you ever had a heat rash? Not that I know no. of. No. Uh it says when sweat is trapped in the skin, excuse me, a potentially itchy heat rash can appear. And it can be in the form of small blisters to larger lumps. Heat rashes usually resolve without treatment when the body cools down. Uh, the CDC recommends keeping the rash dry and using baby powder to soothe itchiness. It um, feels good. It says to go see a health care provider. Use if, some talcum powder. If the rash doesn't go away within a few days, it gets worse, or if you develop additional symptoms or are concerned that other health issues are involved. Uh, heat cramps. Or involuntary muscle spasms that can occur due to fluid and electrolyte loss. Yeah. Which is common when exercising on a hot day. Uh, So that can happen. If you have heat cramps, stop any physical activity. I think I've had them
3: a few times. And drink
0: water. A sports drink with electrolytes can also help out.
3: You know, though, I can't. I would rather drink Pedialyte than Gatorade because Gatorade, for me, every time I drink it, it makes me think of being sick or having a stomach virus. Yep. I have such a bad association with Gatorade because oh, really? that's the only time I drink it <laughs> yeah, is yeah. when I'm sick. By the way, I have this other uh, list of
0: heat tips. This one I didn't consider. Uh, the title is How to Survive the Heat Wave if You're a Goth.
3: Now, stop and think about it. Yeah. If you're a goth, you're, you're like Rockstar Rob a little bit. Uh, you know, from, He wears bl- dark clothes Layered, heavy clothes, heavy clothes, <laughs> velvet jacket. These are a big consideration. Long I, hair,
0: yeah, and uh, and usually and and sometimes goth uh, have are kind of uh, fair complected, right. yeah. as well.
7: I saw a guy yesterday uh, when I was tailgating. He was selling nitrous balloons, but this dude was in a full-on sweatsuit. I swear to God, a black (laughs) hoodie and black sweatpants. at the fish show. At the fish concert. And I I was like, I cannot believe you're walking around. First of all, if I just see anybody in pants and a a T-shirt in weather like that yesterday, that blows my mind. But to be wearing a full-on hoodie sweatshirt,
3: you know, I I wish. Is that the uniform of your nitrous uh, salesman?
7: But that one guy was, and Uh. he wasn't like overly sweaty or anything like that either.
0: You want a couple of tips on what to do if you're a goth? Yes. Okay. Here are some some, uh, uh, tips on uh, surviving a heat wave as a goth. Uh, Number one, go sleeveless. This is essentially... Sleeveless goth? This is about choosing something that doesn't compromise your all-noir aesthetic, but at the same time exposes as much skin as possible. Freeing your arms is a good start. The cotton kimono shirt by Le Hommes oh is one option, while Rick Owens has plenty of sleeveless, sleeveless pieces. Uh, oh, and if you're unsure how to pull off uh, a vest, they have a guide in this particular article that I
3: read. Are there uh, cosmetics to avoid or like uh, eyeliner or things like that? It mm, doesn't say anything like that. You can brave a crop top or a cutout top. I haven't seen a Well, maybe I have.
0: Well, it's it's rare, but this is what you have to do. Okay, you have to do if you want to survive. Yeah.
3: You got to get real.
0: It says uh, it's another way to apply this principle. With this one, though, make sure you apply sunscreen to prevent uh, funny tan lines. Uh, You can try silk or rayon Hmm. if you're a goth. Uh, It says if you prefer being more covered up, which is better for protecting your skin from the sun, then it's about finding suitable fabric. Obviously, linen is a go-to summer fabric, but silk and rayon are good, too. And you should consider it. Uh, you can go sheer. Sheer fabrics are another way to stay covered, but cool. Sheer goth. Yes, there's an organza ruffle front blouse from <laughs> Marriott Lewin Vintage.
3: And uh, a beautiful but breathable piece that you can wear. So how strong are the goth ranks these days? They used to be all the rage a few years ago. Oh, I don't know. Mm.
0: They're there definitely goths
3: They're out, out there. there. Yeah. Right, and the one last tip is use an umbrella.
7: I've been doing that for a while now. Use the uh, umbrella? Yeah. Like the 20... parasol? Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, I was going to, whether it be a baseball game or a soccer game, you know, for my kids, uh, I would just bring, like, a literal like, rain umbrella to, you know, for for shade.
3: In the sun it's actually pretty good to have that. And if mm-hmm. a New Orleans funeral breaks out, you're ready to go. Yeah, you're ready to dance <laughs> and do your move. Yeah.
2: I feel like we've, we've officially reached old man status, old woman status for carrying umbrellas. <laughs> Well, Michael First Jackson
7: time. did. Um, so no, it's not. That, I mean, I, I, I just I see other people doing. I was like, that's pretty brilliant. I see. Well, like, listen, if you're at the beach, yeah, you're under an yeah, umbrella. Like, like, listen, yeah.
2: listen, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying we God, sound like we're eighty.
3: Off it's
5: of him.
7: No, it sounds like we're smart, Cappy.
3: Sounds alone. I'm like working on my zip line. We've learned. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, maybe someone else can concur with that. We have the good doctor on the line. Oh, I think yeah. we're going to talk to him now from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. The one and only, the unbelievable, the man who is going to have his finger in a certain place with me tomorrow as I have an appointment, Ah, Dr. Mike Cerigliano is with us. Hey, Dr. Mike. Talking about the heat, man, tomorrow, you and me. I know, baby. Yeah. (laughs) We'll bring the heat. Uh, All right. So, uh, obviously, we we were talking about the differences between heat exhaustion, uh, heat stroke, and then the, you know, heat cramps and rashes and all these things that can happen.
13: Right. And and, and look, it, it boils down to this. What you need to do is if you feel like you're overheating, then you need to change something. All right. Now, for po- the people that have to work outside, you got to take frequent breaks. You got to get cooled off and you have to stay hydrated. Now, it's not just a matter of drinking water. What you need to do is drink electrolytes like Gatorade, stuff like that, because you're going to lose a lot of salt. And before you get to heat cramps and then uh, heat exhaustion and then heat stroke, which can be life-threatening by the way. Mm. Uh, what you need to do is if you feel like you're pushing the envelope, you need to get out of that situation and we, we deal with this a lot and, and look, you know, whether you believe in global warming or not, this is going to be the new norm and I think that what you need to do is take it seriously and if you can, you get out of this extreme heat, especially if you're a a person at risk you're very young you're very old you're on medicines uh and and a lot of that can can really complicate issues and you can get in big trouble
0: it's pretty amazing what uh a difference it is being in the shade by the way if you do do have an opportunity to get in in a shaded area it can make a world of difference when there's completely exposed sunshine out so
3: we have like um the these um Umbrellas over the the, the 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 patio, and they are like a hundred percent UV. You know, they eliminate the whole thing. It's the whole, the whole aspect of this umbrella. When you step under it, the temperature drops like fifteen degrees. Yeah, like it's it's wild. The big difference, you're right. And then you, of course, the trick is to have those at the ready. Right. Well, that's why Casey's umbrella idea yes. of, of
0: walking around with it, with a parasol, with an umbrella is. You not, should bring a picnic table. It's uh, not an crazy. umbrella It's
7: <laughs> really heavy, though.
0: But Dr. Mike, it, definitely taking breaks as often as possible is.
13: Yeah. And, and, and I can't imagine that, that if you're working out in this in these conditions, your employer is going to uh, kind of cut you a break. And, and and look, if they don't, you can say, hey, Dr. Mike said you've got to take care of your people. <laughs> well, doc- you know what I mean? Dr.
3: Mike, so- let me ask you, what what are, what is the first sign? What, what should you because sometimes you might not become aware of it until it's too late. What's the first uh- indicator that you, you it's getting away from you?
13: if you feel lightheaded, if you're uh, 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 really uh, feeling uh, not yourself, you're fatigued. Yeah. I mean, there's a million symptoms, uh, uh, sweating profusely. Uh, uh, if you're not keeping up with your losses, then you can get into trouble. And then you really get into trouble when uh, you're not sweating anymore. Your, your body temperature goes up and, and you can have a heat stroke, which can be life threatening and requires emergent care. Sorry. So you don't want to get to that point. You want to start drinking liquids now. And like I said, if you're outside like this, you want to do things that have electrolytes in them. Salt, because you're losing a lot of salt. And you can actually, if, if you drink too much water, and I've had this happen with a couple patients, they, they they run a triathlon or something. They just drink free water. That's what we call just plain old water. And they end up dropping their sodium so low in their blood, they end up having a seizure. I had that happen to oh Gosh. So you've you've got to take this seriously, and uh, you know you hear this on public service announcements all the time. Yeah, you know, make sure you check on your uh, uh, relatives, your older folks right. that uh, may or may not have air conditioning, and and you gotta. Take this seriously, just like we do with with uh, with the severe cold that comes through. But hey, uh,
0: Mike, I've heard the I've heard the term electrolytes for years, and I've never really known exactly what what electrolytes are. Can you right. explain? So
13: electrolytes are the uh, chemicals in your in your body, like sodium and potassium and chloride, and those are monitored extremely carefully by the body. Uh, but you can throw them off if you have excessive sweating and you're. Not not getting uh, enough back in you, so uh, I use the term Gatorade. I have nothing to do with the company, right, but yeah. you know that that's chock full of salt and potassium and uh, and 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 these. Chemicals that will replenish your body and prevent you from getting dehydrated as well as uh, getting um, a low sodium, okay. which could be um, uh, uh, fairly significant.
3: So, maybe what you do is you just sort of put a reminder on your phone or something, that a little bell that goes up that reminds you to take a swig of your Gatorade to keep, if you're out, as you just said, uh, Mike, out and, and working and sweating and losing all of that salt. Sometimes that's the issues that you forget to actually just take the drink and stay on a schedule. And that might be a good way to keep you uh, from passing the
5: hell out.
13: Well, I did a story this morning on Fox about the fact that uh, uh, men tend to have a higher risk of skin cancer because men, uh, in addition to having different skin sorts of uh, composition than women, but, but men tend to ignore things. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know if setting an alarm is going to do it or not. You need to do. You know, you need to get out of the sun, drink some Gatorade. But people that take care of their machinery take care of their bodies, like you do, Steve. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and all of you. And uh, the bottom line is that you you know your body will let you know when something's not right, and yeah. you need to deal with it. And if all you right. don't
0: take care of your body, you start to you you start to run yourself down a bit. And the next thing you know, your wife is running around on a beach with some guy named Rico Swan.
5: <laughs> <Rico> oh <my. laughs> Oh yeah, we're yeah. in God.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Dr. Yeah. Mike, we love you. Love, love you. Ya. you Dr. Mike
4: Serigliano, as always, with some good advice for you. He texted me yesterday. He said, hey, happy birthday. Happy 47th birthday. Your prostate doesn't look a day over 30. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: literally, I have a physical with him tomorrow. Do you? So he's uh-huh. checking everything. And, right. uh, I, got, I, I got
3: a schedule one. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We got the bizarre file on the way next. Stay cool. Stay hydrated, because we'll be right back. Preston and Steve.
8: Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. Prestonandsteve.com
9: football is back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme enter acme swooping and win sweepstakes and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or 2023 eagle season tickets all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com acme makes sure eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of texts asking about our live stream on YouTube. Yes, it is. It is indeed not happening today. We have a little uh, password snafu thingy that uh, we're working out, so we'll get it up and running tomorrow. It's so. an
3: elaborate process. Uh, two keys need to be turned at the same time, yeah. and there's a retinal scan. And, yep, and <laughs> one of the one of the eyeballs is not here, yeah. so
0: we're not able to do that. Uh, so just heads up on that, real quick. We do have a new Daily Rush video, so you can check our YouTube page for that. It's Nick's birthday Jeopardy with Jeopardy champion Ryan Long. It was yesterday. We had a great time. Uh, so what better way to celebrate Nick's birthday than to make him face off against a 16-game 16, uh, 16 champion on Jeopardy, uh, Ryan Long, in an unsanctioned tournament of champions. So you can see that now. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and be the first to see the Daily Rush videos, which are sponsored by Xfinity's GigSpeed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Quick butt plug, I promise, to someone. Uh, Steve, do you remember when we did the um, uh, Cora event, the Cora Gala at the Constitution Center? Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, There was a string quartet that was playing. Right. And they were playing like... Oh, Yeah. Guns N' Roses and the James Bond theme. They were so and good. Metallica and all this cool stuff. It uh, turned
3: out they were big listeners.
0: Uh, yes, they're called the Elegance Quartet. And uh, Jenny Borum, who's one of the musicians, had uh, emailed me and asked if I wouldn't mind mentioning this charity event that they're playing uh, next Friday. It's the Philadelphia Ship Preservation Guild. Uh, and it's going to be next Friday on the cool. on the Gazella Primero. Primero. Uh, which is docked on Penn's Landing near the Seaport Museum. And it's like a masted ship. And yeah. No deal. Uh, it's a ticketed event. And you can go to org uh, slash events to get the information. But the Philadelphia... Uh, Ship Preservation Guild. You can do a, uh, a search on that and find out about it. But it's going to be uh, next Friday. They're playing live. They play some really cool tunes. They do. Yeah, I want to find out a reason for us to have them. Yeah, somewhere. it was pretty badass. Because they'll play everything from pop to rock to classical to anything uh, on those instruments. And they're they're electrified uh, uh, a string instruments. So it's really, really cool. So there you go, Jenny. Little little plug a uh for you. All right. We need to do... Bizarre file now.
1: Now, WMMR presents (laughs) Preston and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre
0: File. Brought to you this morning by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show. So go to drytechcorp.com. A uh, woman named Rachel Lombardi was assaulted in her home by an acquaintance. The police uh, the police say that the fight was allegedly caused by a drug incident, although it's unclear if that's true or not. Uh, Lombardi's husband, Gino Rotundo, returned home and called up the uh, alleged assaulting acquaintance, asking him to come back to the house that afternoon so that they could talk it out. When he arrived... Rotundo took out an AR-15 and shot a single bullet at him. No person or object was hit by the bullet, but somebody called police because of the gunshot, at which point Rotundo barricaded himself and his wife inside the house. The police showed up with SWAT gear and hostage negotiators. They surrounded the home. And during the night, Rachel Lombardi's Facebook page was updated with a post that read, Only help. Uh, And approximately four hours into the standoff, the negotiations reached a standstill, with Rotundo refusing to talk To the police. Around 9 p.m., however, he answered his cell phone again. Contact was reestablished. Rotundo said that he and Rachel were hungry and would exit the house peacefully after getting food. So they ordered hot dogs. (laughs) It was National Hot Dog Day. It was. So they (laughs) ordered three hot dogs and a pizza from a local restaurant. Uh, they what got, a lively spirit they have. They got the wieners delivered, and after consuming their wieners, uh, they hung out for a little while. And the next morning, after a 17-hour standoff, they did indeed give in. So They were so, like a honeymooning couple after the hot dogs. It was the hot dogs that did it. Uh, is there anything hot
3: dogs can't do?
0: Is currently undergoing a psychiatric assessment. A Winnipeg woman says she's been left shaken after she... Was uh wait, she woke up to find a stranger in her home and then she had to wait 20 minutes for police to arrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is now questioning that response time and also why a 911 dispatcher suggested that she could confront the intruder
3: herself. Do you think you can do you think you can take this guy? Listen, so Angela. <laughs> Try it. All from hot dogs.
0: Angela Chalmers woke up to the sound of her dog, Loki, growling and barking at the top of her stairs. Shortly before 7 a.m., she walked down and said, there was a strange man lying right there on my couch. It was terrifying. I went back upstairs, quietly alerted her roommate. Uh, The pair barricaded themselves in a room upstairs, called 911 while hiding in a closet, only to be told the police couldn't come right now. She said... They said that the police were really busy and would we mind going downstairs and waking him up ourselves? You want to do
3: us a solid. Can you go down, wake him up and do a citizen's arrest? would really help out tonight.
0: Well, Chalmers did mind. She and her roommate stayed upstairs until police arrived 20 minutes later. The pair ran downstairs and out the house. I no,
3: probably shouldn't tell you this, but challenge him to an arm wrestle, and if you can beat him, you can probably kick his ass.
0: It took four officers to get the man out of her home after he woke up and became aggressive. I've never heard that kind of response
3: from 911.
0: No. no, police say the incident is being reviewed, and the 911 dispatcher spoke to Chalmers. has been provided feedback on the handling of the call, some of which deviated from standard practice. And Chalmers said that her instinct was to hide and protect herself uh, and her roommate because she's lived through something like this before. Uh, She was a victim of a violent home invasion in Vancouver 12 years ago. She said she was beaten and left for dead after two men stormed into her apartment in a case of apparent mistaken identity. So her
3: experience suggested it wasn't a good idea to take the person on yourself. Yes.
0: All right, this is a terrible story. A woman and her daughter are suing Taco Bell... After employees at one of the restaurants in Dallas allegedly dumped a bucket of boiling water on them, causing severe burns and brain function damage. Lawyers for the victims are asking for more than a million dollars in damages from the defendants. uh, That include two unidentified employees involved, named in the suit as John Doe and Jane Doe. Uh, The incident occurred when Brittany Davis and her daughter, who is a minor, identified as C.T., entered the Taco Bell... Not only did Brittany and C.T. suffer physical uh, trauma because of burns, but they will now live with psychological trauma. After their $31 order had been prepared twice incorrectly in the drive-thru, the two customers entered the Taco Bell with their receipt and food bag, with an employee letting them into the dining room and then locking the door behind them. After discussing the order with the two customers for nearly 10 minutes, the employees refused to prepare the food that they had paid for, and they became combative. The Taco Bell manager, Jane Doe, who had not been involved in any of the conversations in the dining room, came from behind the counter with a scalding bucket of water and poured it on to C.T. and oh my, Brittany. What?
3: That's uh, insane.
0: The water hit C.T. in the face and chest with boiling water running down her body and soaking into her clothes. Miss Davis was also hit by the water in the chest. The two victims. What is tried- it,
3: a medieval castle?
0: They tried to run out of the Taco Bell, screaming, but the door had been locked. While they were trying to unlock the door, the suit states the manager came back with a second bucket of boiling water to throw on them. Uh, but the two were able to escape beforehand. Uh, they ran to the car. They began taking off their clothes. The child did to minimize the burning, and her mother began having seizures. And at that time, uh, the family was leaving the parking lot. A Taco employee, Taco Bell employee, came outside the front door, laughing, clapping, and taunting the family, yeah. adding insult what? to injury. Yeah. Uh, so, so,
3: don't complain about your order. The little girl ran into the
0: emergency room naked to get help for her mother, who was still suffering seizures and burns. Uh, Britney suffered deep burns on her chest, stomach, with significant damage to her brain function due to the oh seizures. God. This is insane, right? Yes, this is
3: ridiculous. Where's uh, the all this boiling water coming from?
0: Uh, charges against the defendants, including negligence on the part of the two employees, and they're also uh, charging uh, the restaurant management company. Could you imagine
3: that's them. your reaction? Uh-huh. Damn. That you attacked them with boiling water?
0: That's insane. All right, and then one last story, and here's another. Well, you know No, we're going to go with this one. So a woman uh, thought that her vehicle was malfunctioning. When the horn and lights started going off, but instead there was a surprise waiting for her. Stephanie Hanney first heard the vehicle horn sounding around 10.30 in the evening Saturday outside her home. When she peeked outside, everything seemed normal. So I went to bed. I was woken up at 2 a.m. by the horn going off again. She grabbed her keys. She went to see what was going on. She said, I opened the driver's side door, and this head pops out in the back seat And it's a bear. And I couldn't (laughs) believe it.
1: She said, I'm going to be honest. I'm stuck. (laughs) 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 And I can't get out. And I feel like such an idiot. I thought I smelled cookies back here. Uh, she said, I
0: wasn't actually sure if that was what I had seen, but I freaked out, closed the door immediately, and I began
1: screaming. By the way, it's delightful that you have one of those old-timey horns.
0: Uh, pacing back and forth, and I wasn't sure what to do. Uh, she called <laughs> the, the Conservation Officer Service reporting line and was told that an officer would be to her house. And he's like, what seems to be the problem? I'm like, well, there's a bear in my car. Ken, uh, do you think you could take care of it yourself? The officer opened the hatch of the vehicle, and the bear got out. Uh, Constable wow. David Sernek hopes the encounter will remind people to keep safe distance and not to approach or engage with the omnivores. Uh, the, he believes it's the same bear that's damaged twelve other vehicles over the last six weeks. So
3: it's learned that that could be a potential source of food. He said, "We do have a bear that's about six
0: we- about six weeks ago got into a car and got some food, and has since learned to test yeah. every car that it comes across. So, as Steve, it's hitting, it's picking the handles as it, it goes yeah. by." Uh, the bear was trapped in the vehicle for more than three hours. She said it's bad. You could tell that he tried to get out. He basically ripped the paneling off every single door, including Jeez. the hatch. Things are strewn around. It's a disaster. And she also, she hasn't had to drive the vehicle as the bear also defecated in her car.
6: Oh, my God. I, I'm so sorry.
0: But <laughs> oh I really had to go. You were stuck. I was stuck. Yeah. Uh, she said, "I got a hold of the ICBC. I've had to find a mechanic that can assess the vehicle. It smells so bad well,
3: in the car." She said, "It's gross. Let's it's absolutely consider it total. Disgusting. Right? Would you? That would, you didn't oh, have yeah. to consider that total. Yeah. When, when a bear takes a dump in your car, I think that's it's a Total.
0: Yep. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you.
3: All right. Uh, we have a guest. Is our guest
0: here yet? I do not know. Uh, supposed to be in the Acme Lounge shortly. We will have Maria Bamford here in our her her. studio. She's coming by cuz she's appearing at Helium Comedy Club tonight. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis will be joining us in just a little bit too, so we'll come back in a moment. Make sure you stay
5: close.
11: The Boss is back, baby. MMR rocks Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Thursday, March 16th at Wells Fargo Center. It's one show only. Baby, we- mmr vips we've got your shot to score tickets to the biggest show of 2023 click contests at wmmr.com and enter for a free pair of tickets listen to pierre's show this monday at noon They'll so pick a name out an electronic hat and give you 10 minutes to call us back to claim your tickets. If you're asleep at the wheel and miss your shot, we'll pick another name to see Bruce with MMR. Tickets on sale this Tuesday at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. 93.3 WMMR and Bruce Springsteen. Everything that rocks.
0: We're very excited to have our next guest in the studio this morning. She's performing at uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow and Saturday. There are a variety of shows for you to get tickets for. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com to do that. Please welcome Maria Banfield. Hey! Oh, oh, my gosh. A wonderful <laughs> round of applause.
14: Uh-huh. Thank you so much.
3: We're very enthusiastic. I'm very happy to have you in. I've been a longtime fan of yours. Oh, my gosh. I yeah.
14: appreciate No, you were a fellow stand-up, right? Did yes,
3: you- years ago. Oh, yeah. More. Not on your new Nuclear level, but oh, yeah. I was a I'm mayor just <laughs>
14: pounding it all over the globe,
3: People
14: uh, <laughs> worldwide. I am uh, no, I only do the United States. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is my husband's home city, Philadelphia. So we're we're oh. c- delighted to be here. So
3: are there are there when you come down, family uh, will uh, yes, come down? His
14: family
5: it, Well, is that His family's
14: seen me enough. Okay, uh, they've, they've done their time. Uh, I only expect people to see me once. Unless they're, yeah, I'm a bit odd. Uh, I do a lot of different voices. Uh, YouTube your comedy before you go see it. Be see comedy responsibly. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, well, I
3: odd. will give you the, the <laughs> yeah. massive thumbs up. You're you're a very unique uh performer. Yes. You you work in little vignettes, you do all sorts of you've you've done tons of animated character yes. uh voices, so you get a whole a panacea of things happening up on stage, and it's all smart and deftly delivered. There, I gave you that. That Big,
14: oh god, that's lovely. Yes, yeah. um, yeah, I'm also pinky, commie, long hair, uh, so <laughs> I, I am progressive and a weirdo. So, you know, just heads up, you are heads up. Stephen Colbert's favorite comedian. <laughs> yes, yes, wow. uh, well, he, he said he said about eight years ago that I was the funniest comedian on, on earth. So, the he changed. said on this show. Well, three years later, he said she's one of my favorites. Was just a precipitous
5: drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: one, hear you. One of the things I've always loved about uh, you, Maria, is, is your, you. You mentioned you do the voices and everything, but you do this. You do this whisper scream. Yes. thing that cracks me up. You 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 convey anger, but doing
11: it while whispering yes.
0: like this, I just love that I'm style. From, I'm
14: from the Midwest, uh, so that's how that's how you get a uh, rage. My his husband's from Philly so it's it's nice we we balance each other he's, out he's
3: rage
5: range yeah. and you're yeah. suppressory
14: well or he'll, he's okay with saying uh, WTF in real words mm. uh, while holding a, f- uh, a single finger in your face, um, uh, which I can appreciate. You know that's w- how I feel inside.
3: Right. But you, you you put on you put on the air of of someone who's a little bit more demure. But, but through your comedy, you can tell there's there's a, there's a seething.
14: Oh no, there's a seething rage. Um, <laughs> I like to call the anti-abortion people uh, and and because they pick up on the first ring, as, but I call them as a suicide hotline, yeah. <laughs> and um, all their their materials say life is a gift. Have them prove it to you. Uh, hi. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not pregnant, um, but my mother was. And that saucy bitch kept it. Um, yeah, so 51 years later, what's the plan? I would like to be placed in a loving home.
5: <laughs>
3: you know, it was a, a favorite of mine. You did a show called Lady Dynamite. Yes. Which was on Netflix. And uh, it was um, it was great. It was just one season?
14: Uh, ch- two. Two.
3: Two. Okay, We've got two. it's We've always got hard two. to tell what what the seasons are on Netflix. Oh yeah, no, because if you don't things. scroll down the right way, you're going to miss the division that says it's another season.
14: Yeah, I mean, we were, no, we weren't like Bonanza. We didn't get 14 seasons, uh, <laughs> thousands of shows. Uh, but but yeah, that was perfect. And yes, yeah, all of, that was an autobiographical show. I have bipolar, yeah. and uh, so
11: hilarious, It's so funny. It is though. Um, it <laughs> is.
3: I, I would say that so much of people don't know you the, that informs a lot of what. You do it, informs a lot of what you bring to the stage. And just doing research on you last night, I happened into a keynote address yes. that you're giving an OCD keynote conference. Yes, and I'm sitting there, goes, This and, and I'm like, Okay, maybe I'll just grab a little bit from. I watched the whole damn thing, oh. it was really interesting. Oh, thank
14: you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, some it's uh, it, I, I have a type of OCD called intrusive thoughts, which I started when I was eight years old, it started happening, and I would stay up all night being worried that I was gonna, uh, well, I got teddy twisters from my sister. <laughs> (laughs) It was the 70s. It wasn't personal. And um, somehow I got it in my brain. I thought, even though it it, it happened to me, like someone had done to me, I thought, what if I were a teat twister? If I were a breast breaker? If I were a honk hooter honker? And, you know, I was out of control. And so I would stay up all night and sit on my hands, making sure that I wouldn't do that. So these are invasive
3: thoughts that that really start to... um, really dig in deep.
14: Yeah, so people, and they're really, on some level, they're super funny because they're, whatever your worst fear is is usually a taboo thing and it's also something, it attacks something that you love. Like it attacked my family like in terms of I couldn't interact with my family because I was so afraid that I was going to assault them or something. So like... So you have
3: this fear that you're this creature that you, like you're, I could turn on a diamond and become this monster. Yeah,
14: Hmm. but you you aren't. You aren't, uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it often happens to women with postpartum. They're afraid they're going to hurt uh, their infant, or right. um, yeah, or uh, yeah. It, it can does that right. though.
3: Does that though? To me, I think, and, and this is the same thing. I think I've heard it from an, a number of different comedians. I, I have, again, I was yes. uh, a piker compared to what you are and other real professional comedians. But those aspects of my thinking informed the comedy, and I that clearly what could have been a detriment, and obviously had to deal with serves your comedy. Well,
14: what it meant is that um, I spent no t- other time with human beings, and I would just shout into the wind of autism. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. It was it was great for comedy. but uh, But also, everybody has this stuff. I mean, you talk to anybody uh-huh. on a Southwest Airlines flight for more than a minute, and they'll tell you, I keep a couple of roosters back at the house. Like, you know, everybody's got some weird hoarding issue, or f- collections, or you know yeah. somebody's done is doing something weird. I had
7: this this weird thing happen to me. It just started like five years ago, mm. uh, where and you talk about intrusive thoughts. And it, um so when I drive on a on a two lane road, mm. all right? Like a, uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to purposely jerk the car into the right. other lane. Yes. And so especially if a, if a car is coming. Yes. So so what I have to do is completely look the other way. So as I'm driving, I'm, I'm almost not even looking at the road oh because I'm so worried <laughs> so that I'm purposely... And so I was telling my buddy... <laughs> you overcorrect. This. I was telling my buddy about this, and, and he said, you know, like, he knows exactly what I'm talking about because, you know, a lot of times people that say they're afraid of heights aren't necessarily afraid of heights. They're actually afraid, afraid, afraid that they're jumping. going to jump. Yep.
14: Yep. that's My husband has that. He wow. won't go to... Yeah, because he's afraid he's going to jump off. So, um, so at the yeah. same time, he also wants to open the, uh, the balcony doors and s- w- have his robe fall open. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, so, uh, so people can see uh, why he should be king. <laughs> but,
5: um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh,
7: <laughs> I told you this off air, and I want to say it on air. I was so uh, happy to meet you because... Uh. I've been a huge fan of yours. And I just want you to like not only me, but I want you to like the show. I want oh you to god. have such a great I experience. I, I,
14: I, love, I, love, uh, I love you all. I I love I love I love you. I love all the I, I love the internet. I love the haters. I always like I up. Uh, you don't know, give a people thumbs who hate up. You. Yeah, people who hate me. Oh my god, I love them,
5: agree with them all the over. most.
3: Well, not so
14: much. Like I just feel like I always put them on mute after I go. <laughs> I'd love to hear more, uh, but I'm very busy. And uh, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I try to be loving to everybody i try to do gentle parenting on stage sometimes people come to a comedy show and they don't know what they've come to see and i feel that have you ever been to an improv show and you made a mistake and you sat in the front row oh my
7: god Uh oh i did a second city
14: yeah Like what the hell am i
7: doing here why did i do this
14: yeah and then you're half hour in you've had two drinks it's too embarrassing to leave because you're kind (laughs) of lit by the stage (laughs) Oh, my God, I get it. So I want to, you know, lovingly encourage people. I I bring cash on stage sometimes (laughs) so I can pay people to leave. It's uh, it's something, uh, because sometimes that can be, it's very emotional to be in a live show. And then if somebody's talking about, uh something that you it's uncomfortable or a subject you know you have a strong beliefs on and then uh you have to listen to them uh it's gonna well, to get bummed out
3: there's reams of content available that people can go and check what oh you're God. about
14: it's called uh streaming services yeah, netflix or exactly. television or uh yeah or your hand puppets that you right. do, can do at home
4: do you still have the intrusive thoughts
14: oh yeah, but I know what they are, so it's much less powerful. You can go to, there's the International OCD Foundation, which has tons of stuff on it. Or there's uh, NoCD, which is a for, you know, a, a professional site where they, they also do free counseling if you don't have the cash. Uh, but it's kind of just like betterhelp.com, um, okay. which <laughs> I know those those things aren't that great. I went with BetterHelp for a while, and the, uh, the therapist <laughs> texted me, Christine, of course you're stressed. You just had a baby. and I'm like... Hmm, I'm not Christine, and I
5: don't know. <laughs> <but>, uh, no, <laughs> that is helpful.
12: That is
4: helpful. I, I <laughs> want to ask a somewhat serious question, but I hope it informs a, a comedic answer. Be, uh, th- there's a, a book and a great TV show now called uh, How to Change Your Mind, and Michael Pollan's book. <gasps> oh yes, yeah, totally. And, and they talk about, in part, uh, things like intrusive thoughts, where you can take psychedelics, or yes, there are there are. Treatments now that are becoming more and more available that were taboo and verboten for a really long time.
14: Yeah, ayahuasca. Uh, my, exactly. um, have you done? I haven't done it. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> But my, um yeah, my parents, my mom, before she died, she was afraid to die, and so hey, we're going to go take ayahuasca, and we found a shaman in Minneapolis. I called the shaman. I said, hey, Paul. Um,
5: hey. Hey, man.
14: Uh-oh. And I'm just jealous. I want to do drugs. I want to have sex with a volcano. I want to meet Dolly Parton, but it's also Kermit the Frog, but it's also Dolly. But, it, you know, you look into her eyes, and there he is. <laughs> Kermit! <laughs> um, but they ended up, they went down to to do it, and um, I, my mom ended up... your mother wimped out. And then I told Paul, hey, could I just do some mushrooms because I got atrial fibrillation. (laughs) What? Dad, isn't this supposed to be a holy rite? You can't just say, say, oh, let's cut the communion wine with some Diet Pepsi. Oh, yeah, I'd like to have the sanctified blood of Christ. But if you got two rocks and a lime back there, appreciate it.
5: (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) Wow. So, so, and I don't know if this is true or not. Is your. Is your sister? Is she a shaman? Yes, she,
14: well, yes. And, uh, she's a sort of, well, no, she is. She took shaman training. She was a pathologist. She used to cut up the dead into chunks. (laughs) And then now, um, what she does (laughs) is, uh, she's a life coach type of shaman person, which she has to explain. It's, it's a hard sell. She is so courageous because she's a, a white woman, blue eyed white woman, uh, uh, talking about shamanry, which takes a set of cojones. So,
3: what, what caused that tectonic shift in her life from being on the, on the uh, medical side? Well,
14: I you'd have to ask her. She's yeah. uh, um, but it, she's a great life coach. Oh. oh my god, she helps me. You know, sometimes I get worried because I'm uh, deteriorating publicly. I'm just a bunch of bones and a hank of hair at this point. And um, she said, you know, she 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 can turn things around like very, you know, like. Hmm. You're not old enough to be in show business. Betty White, Dame Judy Dent, Joan Rivers... Okay. Um, how about, uh, uh, you know what? How, how is he, your your fault if if you if you screw up at your job? They hired you. Okay, it's not your problem at all. <laughs> That's
3: good though. Um, yeah, That's a good yeah.
14: way to frame yeah, it. I paid her fifty bucks.
3: Okay. <laughs> where, where, does, where does you know your your uh, I think your your father was a was a was a doctor.
14: Yes, yeah, a doctor. He's retired. He's eighty. You know, so oh. he's uh, but uh, he's very very supportive and um he uh my right mom right passed, from the
3: beginning they were supportive oh yes yes i
14: mean because they were grateful i was yeah. a mess and so they were just grateful that i right. was doing anything um uh
5: proactive were, but yeah
14: not on on the pipe or the pole you know uh-huh. and um uh yeah my dad after my mom passed he brought a box out to me and my sister and said uh it hey, Inside were a large purple plastic vibrator and then a butterfly-style vibrator with a remote. And uh, he said, I think your mother would have wanted you girls to have these. Are no, you serious? He, he, he he was heartbroken. As he was saying this. I said, oh um, "Yes, Dad, I will take these as an heirloom. I will pass this down from generation to generation." Um, yeah, it's so, like Excalibur. Dad, Excalibur, and it was something good to learn. But my, yeah, they oh were completely God. supportive. Um, my mom did pass a couple years ago, or here. did she? Or did or, or she? Did she? <laughs> um, no, I was I was so surprised that she was scared to die because she was a Christian. So I thought you know when you're a christian you just kick open the gates yeah. yeah and um but uh yeah so that's that's why they tried to do the the ayahuasca thing
3: it's funny cuz you 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 talk about um you know in a lot of the interviews i was reading and just about <laughs> being introverted but you've done things you've taken bold moves in your life and you went to for a year you went to college in edinburgh yes, right yes and yes and you were were you the first member of their female of their improv group? First female member? I think member
14: at of... that time, yeah, in yeah. the eighties, you know, nineties, but or that it was uh, early nineties? Um, that's
3: because yeah. that's they have the fringe festival fringe, there, which yes. is legendary. That
14: is wonderful, and it's a place you can completely lose your mind. Uh, it's thirty days, yeah. of shows, so it's one after the other. It's amazing. I and was the out there for The whole town is drunk, and um. And then you have to you have to busk and tell people about your show all day. Yeah. So you're handing out flyers to extremely drunk people. <laughs> and um, I, yeah, anyways, I had a friend who I went with, and she she almost got divorced. She, like, started, uh, she did acid. Anyways, it's one of those things where he's like, is this a good thing, this whole festival thing?
3: Did you enjoy it? Or? I, I did enjoy it. My wife and I were out there, and, and it, really the whole thing. Area is just people coming in from all around the world yeah. and doing street performing in every every pub and every place that can fit a stage yeah. or even not a stage. Yeah. Clos- there's somebody performing closets, elevators, yeah, yeah. right. No. So it was it was very cool. But that for you to just kind of say I'm going to go do this yes. that's a pretty bold step.
14: Well. You know, what else did I have to do Um so I had to go through treatment? Um, I, you know, I... <laughs> yeah, I, I was very lucky. My parents, uh, you know, uh, I'm a privileged kid. You know, got, my parents paid, paid for a, a school uh, semester or a year, year abroad. And... Um, and then I, yeah, was busking on the street for money. And so... it's kind of Not cool. a real payback for them, but... <laughs> 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 and now set- I try to pay them. I, every, they, I did a special <clears throat> with them. Yeah. And so... Uh, uh, I did pay them, they both got nine hundred bucks a piece piece, which is overscale. They're hilarious. Uh, for, for audience. Okay. <laughs> and um yeah, they they were so yeah. good.
5: So when
0: you were when you were busking, were you, you were doing comedy on the street uh, or no.
14: I was playing the violin poorly, which no is kidding. a terrible idea. Because uh, there's a lot of people who play the violin well. Yeah. And also then they have a amps. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was not doing it well, but still asking for money seems uh, like a hard sell.
7: Um, <laughs> you know, I- Do you know about this trend now that it was happening around here, where yeah. people are faking like they're playing they're the violin? F- playing. Yeah, they and, so, so they yeah. have, a, they have uh-huh. an amp, but
0: it's actually just a speaker that has pre-recorded music, and they're just you know, pretending to play the violin. And they, they actually look like they're really doing it, but they're they fake busking. Bus I'm I mean,
14: not against that. That yeah. is hilarious. Oh, my God. Because uh, hmm. people who, when you're performing on the street, then you have just such jerks come up and up going, hey, do you know any Paganini? And it's like, <laughs> I'm playing the violin on the street. I'm not going to, you know, know some insane, you know, uh, yeah, beautiful, highly technical highly piece, technical piece yeah. that takes... Uh, not only genius, but years to learn. Right. I'm going to know, go tell Aunt Rhody. <laughs> I'm going to know Amazing Grace.
5: <laughs> uh,
0: if you're just tuning in, we have a, a bunch of people texting in that are that are getting in, in the middle of this interview. They're like, who are you talking to? <laughs> this is Maria Bamford. Yeah. We love her. She's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight. Friday and Saturday. Uh, you had mentioned your husband being from the Philadelphia yes. area. Yes, um, Philly. Was, he, was he living here when you guys met? Or? Uh, no,
14: no. He was in L.A. We've both been uh, in L.A. for about 25 years. But he went to PAFA, uh, got a full scholarship to go to PAFA. He is from, uh, he was uh, lived in Wayne or born in Wayne. But oh. he always wants to say, not the main line. They <laughs> no. rented. They rented. rented. (laughs) rented. We ate apples for dinner. We ate
5: apples. (laughs) (laughs) We were poor. Uh,
14: Which, yeah, Yeah. no, he had a terrible childhood. Anyways, he's not here to talk about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was
5: rough.
14: uh, But we met on the internet, okay, Cubes. You met
0: on the internet. I was going to ask. I wasn't sure if he was if he was a fan of your comedy first, or if he knew about. He did know about my stuff,
14: but um, he's a painter, and so uh, but he he loves comedy, and uh, yeah, he's. He's very funny himself. He started. He, he had a fear of public speaking, and I was just like, "Oh my god, do stand up! Nobody's nobody's paying attention. Do three minutes. <laughs> nobody cares." And uh, so now he's done a number of sets, and uh, yeah, no so uh, yeah, stand up is. Uh, they only give you three minutes, and no, nobody is looking at you. No, uh, everyone's on their phone and uh, planning their own uh, road to fame. So don't worry about it. It sounds like <laughs> like
3: a like, a per- like um. My wife and I, we have like a second language, like a joke thing that, you know, we'll watch and, and uh, watch TV and we have different things. And it and, and sounds like you have a, that kind of balance with your husband where you, you know, and I know it just happens naturally. She's funny. My wife is very funny. And so it, uh, it, it, it's a wonderful aspect of life to just have someone sort it. Who so has your back but gets you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No,
14: totally. My, my husband was totally okay <laughs> with <laughs> me. Because I told him, hey, man, I have a mental health issue. And he says... um I- He he said, "Oh no! Well, I mean, if you come if you go into the psych ward, I'll come in. I'll shave your beard." Um, And I told him uh, as I as I was rubbing my chin and my mustache, um, "That's most
6: romantic thing I ever did." Tell Here, 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 tell.
14: His mom was bipolar, so no big deal. NBD. Yeah. Um, and he actually is on the spectrum of uh, some depression stuff. So <laughs> during the quarantine, that was one of the things we found out we have in common uh, <laughs> um, suicidal ideation. Uh. Hey, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> oh,
7: no. <laughs> Does it inspire his work as well?
14: <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. He loves, he's more of a, he's kind of an introverted person. So he can, you know, hang out and paint for hours. And uh, But he loves music. Uh, he, that's where he, he he has lots of great memories of um, seeing to go see music here in Philly and uh, punk rock shows. Ah, um, yeah. Is he a violin and, fan? Uh, hmm. I, I don't. I never play. I don't play so uh, anymore. So um, I still have a violin almost as a um i don't, I don't know why I keep that thing um for firewood, for firewood. Uh, just in case it's
5: yeah. a cold evening oh <laughs>
0: ma'am, all right, well listen, uh tickets are on sale. get them now comedy uh, helium comedy club uh tonight, Friday and Saturday seven thirty, and ten o'clock shows. actually, tonight there's just one show, an eight o'clock show. yeah, you do not want to miss Maria Bramford. We love you, thank you so thank you so much. much thank you so much for
14: having on me also youtube, youtube the comedy for you come see it, oh all my right. God, yes. Yes. Thank yeah thank you. (laughs)
0: It's a good idea. Know what you're getting into. Maria Bamford, guys. Helium Comedy Club. We got to take a break because, uh, from what I understand, Jamie Lee Curtis is waiting for us, and we'll have her on in just a moment. Stay with us.
12: Hey, friends. Did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger? Save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set. November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Philabundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout.
0: Is our, is our guest ready to go, Case? Yep. Okay, excellent. So excited to speak to her. Yeah. Nary a day goes by where I'm not quoting one a movie that she's been in. You just did the other day. I, I was Fish quoting Fish Fish Called Wanda yesterday, and you never know, Trading Places. There's so many great movies. True Lies will throw stuff yeah. out. But uh, she is on to speak of... A uh, podcast, it's a comedy podcast uh, that is now headed into its third season. It debuts today. It's a family comedy. Creator and actor, it's called Letters from Camp. Please welcome the amazing Jamie Lee Curtis. To the program. Jamie Lee, good morning. Are you there? You,
15: know what? It looked, it, you made it sound like there were like 100 people in your studio. I and mean, there's like two people. You're all drinking water. You're wearing muscle tees. What I love about radio is that I can see you, but you can't see me. Uh, oh. Come on. So you
3: see our muscle tees then.
15: I see everything.
3: Wow, nice. you, you, you've you exposed us. Uh, well, congratulations on this third season, uh, Jamie Lee, of uh, Letters from Camp. And to be honest, I'm glad you're out promoting this. I had been unaware of this. I don't know if I'm the target audience, but I did a little
15: listening. I don't think, you, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're the target audience, but um, usually the audience has hair. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what, I, what I would say is that most tweens um, are the target audience, but it is a family show. It's a, it's a comedy about going away to sleepaway camp in 2005, a little girl named Mookie Hooper. It's really funny. It's got really funny performances, great guest stars. It's about something. It's good.
3: No, I think the idea is wonderful, and I love this sort of um, um, uh, presentation. You say you yourself benefited from going to camp. You loved your camp experience, correct?
15: I thought camp was the greatest thing. I love camp because you can invent yourself. You get a chance to be a new version of you. You get to try on new personalities you you get freedom you know you're not you're not bound by your parents and your school life and I thought summer camp was was about freedom and letters from camp which is it's our final season it's only this is it this is this is our last hurrah we have a great guest star who uh Jacob Tremblay comes in as as the heartthrob of the camp Named Tallahassee Goldman.
0: <laughs> I, I, Jamie Lee, I, I only did one uh, year of uh, summer camp, and and I like knew one person there, and that was it. That's what I thought was one of the cool things about camp was going away, and there's this whole new slew of people yes. that you've never met before. Did you did now? If you, did you go regularly when you were a
15: kid? Yes, my parents wanted to get. Up. <laughs> I was of the years where you went for eight weeks of summer camp. Oh. Your parents were like, "Get the b- out and <laughs> go." Go be away from us. So yes, I went to summer camp. I went to tennis camp. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm a good girl. I loved it. I followed the rules. Um, my daughter, I tried to send her to camp. She <laughs> hated. She hated. <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, yeah. They, I, I think that's a that's a changing thing. And in fact, you have it taking place in uh, 2005 specifically because you wanted to predate the onslaught of social media. And I, 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 I wonder how how that in general has has maybe corrupted the notion of going to camp and fi- as you said finding yourself developing who you are sans all of that outside stuff permeating do do you think it um, do, do you think it's a big gonna, issue
15: yeah i'm going to tell you something i i was watching you guys and everybody was checking their phone during the break <laughs> uh, in your studio because that's what we do we, um, I think it's a poison for children. I think we are ruining generations of children with social media. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that there are, and there are, wonderful aspects of it. You can, you know, for people who are out in the middle of nowhere, they have access to the world, which is wonderful. But the obsession of social media for teens is, I think, dangerous. And we wanted to set the show before social media. So it's set in the year that, Hey-ya. So if you guys want to play me out with something, play Hey-ya okay. when, when my appearance ends. That's how long ago this show takes place.
4: Well, Jamie Lee, my son is 15 years old, and he goes to this camp on the Chesapeake. It's called uh, Camp Tauqua. I went there when I was a kid. Uh, my brothers went there, and this is his fourth summer going. And, one of the, and it's a sleepaway camp. One of the greatest things about it is... No phones. They are kids for for a long stretch of time. And I I love the fact that my son, even though I miss him terribly, I'm sure he doesn't miss me at all. Um, But the fact that he doesn't have a phone for two weeks is almost the greatest thing about it. So I I totally applaud your effort.
15: And I I actually think we're on to something because I read about a school, I believe it's in upstate New York, a boarding school that is going to outlaw smartphones. Ah. Um, If you want to go to the boarding school, you can't have a smartphone. Um, I will tell you, to your point, the lead character of our show named Mookie Hooper, she's going to the same summer camp her mother went to. uh, And her mother was the most her mother is basically Diane Sawyer. So (laughs) she's following her parents' footsteps at the same camp. It's very similar to your story. I love that your kids are going to camp.
5: Uh,
3: I I, I have to bring up something else because there's a movie that is hanging on mightily in the in the top 10. And it's uh, everything, Uh everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, We have talked about this film and it's it's been uh, it just just massive kudos critically. And it's really it just has a big cult following. Um, it, it, uh, It must have been a great experience. You got to work with Michelle Yeoh.
15: Well, I mean, that was the whole reason I said yes. It was Michelle Yeoh was being shot in L.A. in an office building two years ago. It was made for nothing. No one thought it would be anything, and now it's taking over the world yeah. with its message, with, with with its underlying message of kindness, love, family. It's hilarious. There's a dildo fight. <laughs> there's, um, you know, there there's uh, um, other things uh, uh, I won't mention on the radio. <laughs> OK, and so it, it has a there's an edge to it for sure. And yet at the center of it is love and family. The most important thing in our lives.
3: You know, it, it's uh, I have to tell you, and I told these guys when I saw it, I was watching you as at a um, as a documentary about you. Uh, at a uh, convention, one of the cons, and you were you had fans of uh, of Halloween, obviously a seminal a movie in your career, and in this in this sequence, and I told them how impressed I was. You met every single fan, and it wasn't just a hey, how are you? Here's your signature, get out. You went through the entire room. There were people waiting outside, and you first off you were so uh, passionate about the subject itself, but then. You had time for each and every person. And that was just impressive. And I I, I remember after seeing the documentary, I told these guys uh, what a wonderful thing it was that you would do something like that.
15: Let me say this to you. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I've had the most extraordinary life that I never expected. And like what you guys do, you have fans. You have people who come up to you and say, hey, I've been listening to you my entire life. I listen to you every morning. I was going through a hard time, and you guys really helped me. You understand the privilege of our lives. You understand the privilege of being in the entertainment business and being in in the radio business. I I used to dream. I used to think I had that really good sort of late night DJ, you know, Sunday (laughs) night late (laughs) night jazz DJ voice. I think we all have fantasized about being DJ. I listen to the radio all day Hmm. long. I listen to KCRW in Los Angeles. Sorry, you guys.
5: Um, <laughs> no, it's and, okay.
15: Well, but I mean, it's just, it's my local rating station. And yeah. I just think I have a relationship with the people I'm listening to. So the Halloween fans, by the way, we released the trailer for Halloween yesterday. I think we broke the internet because it, it, it stopped working for a minute. It's, mm. It's exciting when people are excited about something my goodness.
3: Well, let me tell you something if I may also the 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 repositioning of Laurie Strode's journey and there there've been a couple of films that kind of dabbled back with it but I think they're doing it so right this way and making you yeah. making you um you know you're you're one of those almost legendary characters where I'm telling you this is going on and I guess no one's going to help me but I'm going to take care of it. And, and to give you that story arc, and, and I think, uh, you know, note for note, it seems to be going out in style. The next film is called Halloween Ends, correct?
15: Yep, and endings are a bitch and so is Lori.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that she's had this story arc. You must have been thrilled with this. I won't say course correction, but with this approach.
15: You know what? The last thing in the world I thought I would do is a Halloween movie. I was sitting in a cabin in Idaho, in the middle of nowhere, when my phone rang, and it was Jake Gyllenhaal, who is my godson, who had just worked with David Gordon Green on the movie Stronger. And he said, "Hey, David, wants to talk to you about a Halloween movie." I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, you know, and he pitched this idea of what where Laurie was forty years later. And uh, since then, we've made three movies. The last one's coming out October fourteenth, and. It is an end yeah. and it is a bitch.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Jamie, with that with the uh the sequels that came along with it, I got to imagine in your film career, there've been several others that have been uh bandied about, maybe true lies of, of finding out whatever happened you know, to those guys afterwards. You know,
15: or- the problem? Jim Cameron told me something. <clears throat> you know, we made a comedy about terrorism before 9/11. Right. And you can't make a comedy about terrorism anymore.
6: Mm,
5: okay
15: terrorism and the concentric circles of grief and fear and terror that it engenders. Um, I think it's impossible to make a comedy uh, with terrorists uh, running out of battery on their right. phone before they execute someone. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just, it, it, it was a moment in time. And unfortunately uh, I, I mean, I, I, I know they're maybe making a TV series or I've heard they're making a TV right. series and maybe they'll figure out a way. I don't think we'll ever make another movie of it.
0: okay uh, I did want to go circle back to uh, letters from camp and and the the, the oh, podcast.
15: You're nice
0: yeah, <laughs> do what I can you, to help
15: You I, must have children I do have
0: children and and what I well, was so curious then about... you
15: understand how important it is for me to get the word out about letters from Camp on Audible.
0: Then and are and are you doing it a la a, a, um, a radio theater with with sounds yes, and music and things it's, like that?
15: It's fabulous. It's it's oh, all it's radio theater. It's TV for your ears. Um, our guest stars are Jake Gyllenhaal, Weird Al Yankovic, Christopher Guest, Mitch Hurwitz, and Jacob Tremblay, and Edie. Pa- I don't know if you guys watch Righteous Gemstones. Oh
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
15: okay, so Judy Gemstone plays oh. Fanny, the hysterical counselor. Oh, she's um, great. Uh, Kirby Hal baptiste myself, and our star is Sonny Sandler who is the 13 year old daughter of Adam Sandler and is he <laughs>
3: oh well there you go Oh, that's awesome you know oh. I, I again I I listened to a little bit of it and uh I love that theater theater of the mind radio theater approach mm-hmm. it's very nostalgic yet very uh contemporary and the, the question has to be Jamie Lee any plans for this to actually be boarded into a series into an actual television you
15: know what? We, we talked about it for a minute. I just think it's special the way it is. I, love I, don't, I think we've sort of hmm. struck mm-hmm. lightning with this. And I think to try to pull the taffy of it and try to turn it into something else, I just don't think uh, it will be as satisfying. And by the way, it's very moving at the end of the series. And it's a really good thing for families to listen to together. It's very family friendly. The parents will find jokes in it that they can laugh at. And it's nice to be able to sit around with your kids and listen to something wholesome, important, um, current, and uh, at the end, uh, really is about something. Cool. The uh, identity of a young person, discovery who they are.
0: Excellent. Love it. Get it on Audible. I'm glad this exists. The
15: nice people. God I'm, bless you I'm, all.
0: We're, we're so happy you're having success with it. Jamie, thanks for coming on this morning.
15: Thanks a lot. I really wish I was in person. Maybe for Halloween, I'm coming oh, around.
0: I'd love to yeah, see you. Yeah, here in that. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Jamie Lee right. Curtis, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Take care, Jamie. Uh, love her. Wow. Great. Ready to talk out of the gate. Awesome. Oh man. Oh yeah. And we were playing around with hey. Ya. There we go. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. Um all right so I believe we're going to jump right into a chit chat with someone else right Are we doing that now Yes sir do we have to I have no idea how this is working also is on this Zoom? via Zoom Yep yeah, and uh, yeah. she's uh, up on the screen as well All right very good well she is <laughs> as she as uh, Nick is referring to a person that was going to be joining us now uh is vying to become a Maxim cover girl and, and it is cool because uh you you end up get if you get this uh, honor you get a photo shoot in France there's 25 grand in cash uh the cover of the magazine and uh they're raising awareness uh for veterans in need through this yeah. whole thing as well so there's a, a good method uh, and nice yeah uh a nice uh a uh, benefit to this whole thing and she's got a cool little platform that she's going to talk about former eagles cheerleader she's been in our studio before this is Cat Aducci. Yeah. Yeah. On the program this morning. Hello. hi
16: hey guys how you doing cat <laughs> good i'm doing good how are you
0: wonderful so you're sitting uh in what looks like a studio right now is this is your background right i guess
16: Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. So I'm in Maniac Studios right now. Um, I got paired up with the um, video content factory. uh, So they're producing this for me and it's awesome.
0: Well, that's cool. And there's a graphic that that says Sober (laughs) Savage. And that is kind of this platform that you're uh, um, campaigning under, I guess. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
16: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the cards just kind of really fell into place. I was accepted and kind of kept going with the Maxim cover uh, competition, which I did not think was going to happen. Um, but, you know, they ask you a series of questions, one of which is, if you win the twenty-five grand, what would you spend it on? And, you know, so I, about two weeks before, had just launched a charity called Sober Savage. Um, and, you know, I said that that's what I would use it for. And the response was, Incredible. I had so many people reaching out who needed help, who were younger people, too, um, which was, you know, kind of an amazing thing. When um, when I decided to change my relationship with drinking, I made a huge list of everything I was going to miss. And it was about four pages, you know, literally down front and back. Yeah. And honestly, only about five or six actually had to do with drinking. Everything else was, you know, going out with friends, going to concerts, music festivals, things like that. So I saw such a gap Mm. from, you know, where people are postponing making healthier choices because they just think that their life's going to be boring. So this is what Sober Savage is as a platform, um, we plan uh, we plan recovery friendly options at things like you know nightclubs, concerts and whatnot and then you know talking about it obviously inspires the younger generation to change the conversation from not that I can't drink but I don't have to drink and okay. that's a great message you know that I want to get out so you know the cover would be incredible. I would absolutely love it right. um, but this is really, you know, one, it's great for the for the veterans, but also, you know, this is so important to me, and I want to make sure that, you know, nobody fell as hard as I fell, or and nobody felt alone because it can be a very so, so
3: you you had you would you consider your experience pretty profound? Had you hit the classic rock bottom? did you feel, or was was it something that was a little oh. less?
16: oh, i I definitely hit rock bottom. Okay. but like I said, I only hit rock bottom because, I was like, well, I ha, like I was holding it off because I was like, what am I going to do? Just like never go out, and it's and I was like, why? You know, why was my thinking like that? Um, but I definitely hit a rock bottom, and you know, collectively, anybody who is sober or even you know just regular people, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of shame, and you know, a lot of reasons people don't end up seeking help, and I think that that's because one, when you're younger. We were, I didn't even hear the word recovery until I was like 28. You know, it's just not talked about. It's not part of everyday culture. So I want to normalize, you know, partying and and drinking. They're not mutually exclusive. So I want to make sure to you know normalize that. I don't want anybody you know kind of going through what I went through, and it was you know kind of a very uh, I, insidious journey.
3: <laughs> no, I love that idea. My my brother's been sober for a number of years, and, and Casey has as well. And and, and it and it um. And just in general, I like the notion of presenting it as an option. Now, I my my brother is uh, you know a recovering alcoholic, but I've I've never been drunk, and I and I and I it's just a weird that we're both from the, in the same family, but but I yeah. never had that. Um, so just to entertain the notion that those things that you think you're going to lose out on, you can keep, and you'll experience them in a different way. That, that option is yeah. rarely presented, you know, to people. So I yeah, think that's a abs- great idea.
16: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my ultimate goal is very much how certain concert venues are handicap accessible. I want certain, con- you know, venues of of such and things <laughs> like that, events. Yeah. I want them to have, you know, a, get that Sober Savage stamp on their website that, you know, to click in. And they can have an option, too, because, you know, it. It really is not, it's, you don't, you don't need to do it. And right. if anything, you know, now I'll remember everything that i do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's good to remember things. Yeah.
0: Well, listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
16: yeah, exact. <laughs> Kat, yeah that, that helps.
0: How can people help you out uh, win this contest?
16: Yeah. So go to WMMR.com and all of the voting information is on there. You're able to do one Free vote per day. So do it, do it up. Um, today is actually the last day for picking the finalists. I'm in second place right now. So, you know, Philly represent. We got to get in there and, and start voting. Um, so yeah, and you can also buy additional votes for one dollar each. And of course it goes to veterans, which is, you know, just another great cause. Great.
4: <laughs> so Kat, also you and I were chatting yesterday. We want to mention, uh, your Instagram account and then tell people about the merch and the code that they need to use, uh, to do any of those types of things as well.
16: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the website is savage squad.org and uh, the the social media accounts at Sober Savage Squad. My Instagram is at Kataduchi. but we are dropping our merch line tomorrow. And if everybody is listening, you get forty percent off with the code I love preston
0: That's a big savings too. Forty yes. percent. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. All right. Well, listen. So so the final uh for for the uh for this round is today and then how how many more days or uh, weeks ahead for voting until they make the final decisions?
16: Yeah, so this is getting into the finals and then it'll be the final voting. So, yeah, w- When will that help be? Help Do- we get get through to the finals. No one from Philadelphia has ever
3: won. Okay. Soccer. Do we know when that decision will be made? When the final uh, announcement will take place? When are they going to finally uh, you know determine the winner?
16: It will be it-
3: yeah, it'll be tomorrow morning. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Excellent. Yep. So, well,
16: mm-hmm, yes. we will do
0: yeah. what we can to get the word out and help people out and uh, continue your awesome message and maybe end up on the cover and all this good stuff. Yeah. So thank you, Kat. Good luck to you with everything. Yes, I know. Yeah.
16: Thanks so much.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Cat Aduchi, guys.
16: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, yes, you can check our website at uh, WMMR.com. The full campaign is there. And vote for it. I think it's a great idea. That it really is. She's, it, she's it, get mine you know, up Yeah. With that... I had a shard out uh, that I'm going to pass along. It says, I would like to request a shard out uh, between now and the worst day in the tri-state area history, your retirement. (laughs) Uh, It is for the one and only Irreplaceable Casey Boy.
1: Ah.
0: So I've been a listener, uh, listener since the Y100 days when I had my AM-FM radio cassette player on the bus to middle school. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> I've always felt like a quasi-brotherhood to Casey because uh-huh. we share the same elevated thought process when it comes to life. But it really cemented itself when Casey told the listening audience that he had been sober as a former opiate addict uh, who has seven years clean, a good start. It skipped up my love for who I lovingly refer to as Casey Mann. And I've emailed Casey in the past uh, for random reasons, and he's always emailed me back, and it's been friendly, and it has truly met the world. In summation, I think uh, the man who almost drowned Nick in ice cream deserves yeah. a nice, fat, juicy shout-out. Have a nice flight, Andrew. And then he says, P.S., Kathy's laugh could cure cancer if we <laughs> could bottle it. I agree. So a shout-out to Andrew, or to Casey, actually, Yes, it's from, very nice. From yes.
7: Andrew. Well-deserved. Am I supposed to mention this? Yeah, yeah. Can I? Because uh, we've never done this before. Um, I have never. We're re- now in it. black and white. We, are, we have never revealed what the Team WMMR, Preston Steve, Rock and Rollers jerseys oh. have looked like. They've always been revealed the day of the ride. And the day right. of the ride is going to be this Sunday. So, uh, so yesterday we were sorting through the jerseys. And uh, just Mark O'Connor from the Irish Pub just came and picked them up. Uh, because all the jerseys and the packets are going to be picked up today and tomorrow. And so uh, Marish came and we did a little bit of a photo shoot and we decided to uh, post the reveal of what the 2022 uh, Team Rock and Rollers jerseys look like. So if you go to PrestonAndSteve.com right now, not only can you see what the jerseys look like, you can also make a donation to uh, Team WMMR and uh, the Families Behind the Badge uh, Children's Foundation. There's a link on that uh, on the site uh, com. but I am so thrilled with how these jerseys
3: came out. Well, especially when you consider they were being withheld by the Medellin cartel. <laughs> I didn't know if they were. They my jerseys were held up in Miami
7: for five days, oh and I God. joked to you guys last week. Yeah. So, so th- this was a whole trial just getting these jerseys because the I, I used a, another company for years. And they stopped returning my emails. Yeah. And uh, it was crazy. And so I didn't have a company that to, to deal with. And just for some reason, there was a guy, this guy named Bruce, who used to be with the company who for some reason got my email. He's like, hey, listen, I can help you out. And so... Oh, wow. Uh, it was down to the wire, but they arrived... It really was down to the wire. And I and joked to you guys to last week when I got the, uh, the FedEx packing uh, shipment that it was being shipped from Medellin, <laughs> Colombia. And I was like, dude, if they try to smuggle cocaine in my boxes of T-shirt or j- jerseys, like, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. And then... They were being held up in customs in, in Miami <laughs> for five days. No, you know why? Because the you have to you have to on the label like write is is it men's or women's clothing? Oh. Is it woven or knitted? Oh, and right. and, and, oh, yeah, and, and it didn't have any of that information. So the jerseys came in yesterday, we did a mad dash, got everything together, the jerseys are ready. We're we're gonna sweat our asses off, but we're gonna do this ride on on Sunday. Team WMR is in third place uh for um donations fun, for fundraising. We can up that we can up that. I don't know if we're gonna ever reach the, the, the Jim Thorpers or the uh um
3: wheels of justice. What if you sell some of that cocaine that was in the box? <laughs> so that is a way to offset it. And no man, you you can do I mm. listen. You, you, uh, you've you uh, turned everything around. I mean, you're sweating bullets about getting these shirts and everything. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to definitely make a donation. And, and uh, it's such a great cause to begin with. And you don't lose sight of the fact that, and you never do, that it's such a wonderful cause. And um, and kudos to you on getting this all together, man.
7: Well, I couldn't do it without the help of our, our friends at uh, Penn Distributors. Yeah. John Dorenzi has it's helped amazing. with that. So, you know, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I'm sober, but yeah. uh, Michelob Ultra <laughs> is a uh, is a huge sponsor of, of our team, as well as the Headstrong Foundation. Not only did they donate uh, to the team, but they also gave us cooling towels. So everybody that's uh, on our team not only gets a jersey, but a really nice cooling towel from Headstrong. And then our friends... At Pinocchio's Pizza. I love uh, the guys at Pinocchio's Pizza. And they also donated to the team and helped get these jerseys printed. And so thank you so much. And uh, I will stop talking, Preston. No, it's excellent. <laughs> no, how do people see this? I'm sorry. If you go to PrestonSteve.com, uh, right there on the landing page, it, you can uh, see the uh, the title is... Uh, Casey boys team rock and rollers 2022 cycling jersey reveal. So you click on that link and you'll be able to see what the jerseys look like this year.
0: All right. Excellent. So uh, please take a look when you can. Uh, we have a minute or two. Yes, sir. All right. Um, this is pretty cool. I, I wanted to make sure I got to this before <laughs> it is happening. When is this happening? Um, Buzz Aldrin is auctioning off a bunch of personal items and historic artifacts from his career, including the jacket that he wore during the moon landing. I mean, come what? on, dude! How cool is that? It is the only space flown garment from the Apollo Eleven missions still in private hands. Why
2: is he getting rid of it?
0: Uh, it's time. He's you know, he's he's an older guy. He's in his nineties, and he wants somebody to get some enjoyment. Yeah, and uh, maybe have he auctioned
3: some, off his drum kit. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, The coverall is expected to attract bids of up to $2 million. uh, (laughs) Made from a thin, newly developed fireproof material known as beta cloth. Uh, The jacket is emblazoned with Aldrin's name and the NASA logo. And the ones worn by fellow crew members Neil Armstrong and Michael Collins are both housed at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum in Washington. Yeah, I'm curious as to why... He didn't want it in the museum, and he's selling it. I'm not
4: really sure.
3: Interesting. Yeah. I know that they're shipping it up from Medellin. Uh, no, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no that, that's uh, that's wild, man. I mean, that's... Uh, did you see the uh, the pictures? I forget where... Um, if it was a... It had to be a satellite that they used, but they, they kind of focused in on the footprints, Preston on the moon. Oh, like, yeah? Yeah. Uh, which have not changed, obviously. Right. From that. There's no wind. There's no... To blow it around, so... Uh, Yesterday was the
4: anniversary. uh, July 20th, my birthday, is the the
3: day that the um, man landed on the moon. Oh, Oh, we have the... um, Oh, my gosh. I don't know if it's the
7: Inquirer or the Philadelphia... What would have been the newspaper at that time? The Bulletin, maybe? Maybe the Bulletin. My mom, when she uh, moved in with us, she had all this stuff, and we have that newspaper... From the you know the day of the moon was, landing, does it say we landed
0: on the moon? We
5: landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, yeah,
0: go
7: ahead. Sorry,
0: uh, I was going to say I, I have a I have a copy of a newspaper. Uh, cast iron, cast iron. Kyle gave it to me.
7: That's right. Same you thing. Remember, is it a Philadelphia newspaper? Yeah, it, or is, it is. Okay, and I
0: can't remember. Uh, it's not the Inquirer. It's okay. like the I can't remember.
7: It might have been the Bulletin. Might have been the Bulletin. There was a uh, town talk. It was probably not Town right. Talk. Um, the I saw a really cool video of the moon, and it was Nick's girlfriend who posted it, uh, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, the supermoon last, super last week. The supermoon last week. She had just uh, trained a camera on it, and this <laughs> this image that she caught of a plane... Flying through, and so it's a silhouette of a plane flying against the moon. Against the moon, wow! It's really, really well done. And then a, done.
3: a boy with a small creature in his uh, book bag case uh, on the front of the bike, right?
7: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Is that DreamWorks? I Is that their, right?
3: uh, that's yeah. their logo? Right? It was at some point. I'm gonna
6: puke. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, it's it's weird living with somebody so talented, um, but service is her uh, Instagram uh, account, and this video that she put together in the photography of the moon is really amazing. And Wait, she did just, she,
0: how did she know that plane was going to fly across? She, she didn't, didn't, right? She
4: got lucky. She just caught it at the All at right, Andrea, we're
3: going to fly by the moon now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, Preston, there was actually another one that had happened before that she did not catch on camera, so then she had the, uh, the camera trained on the moon, and then the second one came through, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It turned uh, out really, really That neat. is incredible and there's no Photoshop there like that's that's her camera picking up that and she was able to get a glimpse of it it's really neat that could be that could go viral right there man yeah she wow.
0: got skills dig it she got skills dig it um all right so anyhow if you're you're interested and you want to you want to buy some space stuff they, he's also selling
3: for two million dollars
0: we don't do the junk oh, until uh <laughs> Until Friday, usually. Uh, but he's also selling the um, oh, the uh, um, the lunar module circuit breaker switch, which broke during the mission. Wow! Which almost caused them to stay on the moon surface. So he's selling that as well. And, uh, so it's going to go for a ridiculous amount of money, which is pretty cool. I mean, these historic pieces that that you can actually get in a private collection if you got that kind of money, but. Um. Yeah. Let me dig in the jungle. All right. right
4: yeah. yeah I see. <laughs> you, you sound so disappointed that you had to go in.
7: Uh. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god.
0: You're waist deep. Oh, I found it. <laughs> zombie trees. Uh, zombie oh. trees. Yes, they're a thing. They're and they're in Central Florida. <laughs> zombie trees. <laughs> Uh, they, in general, they are trees that at one time or another have gotten damaged in a storm, and the big danger is with zombie trees is they look healthy to the untrained eye, but but when they'll a, eat your brain. But when a homeowner least expected, <laughs> they will eat their brains. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, They can give way, and then they can fall and crush a house or crush a car or something like that. Uh, So
3: they they look like they might be viable trees, but they are not? Correct. Okay. And therefore, they call them zombie trees. When we moved into our house, there were a couple of, I guess, what what would have uh, constituted zombie trees uh, to the side of our house. We knew those had to come down. We could tell that they were not really thriving and uh, that was the year of the uh, the, the blizzard for the Poconos of the Carboard Classic. Oh wow! And so we had those trees taken down in advance. They would have come down, I guarantee you, in that in that uh, storm. So, dude, by the way, I'm getting. We have to get some some trees uh-huh. removed on my property.
0: Dear God, <laughs> do you know how much it costs? Yeah. for tree removal.
3: Uh, well, you will tell me off air the company, uh, you know, but yeah, but they're all no matter who, who you use, use, yeah, yeah, they're it's, pricey. It's expensive, especially. Well, I saw them do. There was a huge tree that we had taken down. What they do is pretty effing amazing how they do it, and you know, in in the sections and coming down. And when there was one chunk that came down, I was in the house and I felt the thud <laughs> in the house. No kidding. Yeah, and then the stump removal and all that yeah.
0: stuff. It's it is it, pricey. I heard it's also part of it is is they have to. Um, uh, they have to check for anything that's buried in the ground. I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but as
3: far as oh, the, yeah. uh, you know, w- water lines and, and call 811 before you dig, right, yeah. you know, and that yeah. whole deal. Well, a lot of these companies don't just do that. They also branch out.
7: Ha-ha! Oh, <laughs> my God. I wasn't ready for that. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> wow.
0: All right. Uh, so I loved your enthusiasm. That was great. Oh, you can leave it. Alone. Hey! <laughs> I
5: think
0: you're barking up the wrong squirrel tree. nut zippers. Yeah.
3: That's a candy. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's a,
0: band. a band. Yeah. And a, and, and a, well, a, they were named after the candy. Seriously? Yeah. It was a yeah. candy first.
3: I never yeah. knew that. It was a candy first. The Beatles first. were a candy.
0: They were actually just in town. Squirrel, squirrel nut zippers? zippers? Yeah, like wow. a week or two ago. <laughs> uh because uh my buddy Brian uh and I were playing golf and I had some Squirrel nut zippers on um uh a playlist I was playing and he's like, Oh, just, you know, I heard this the other day and I went and looked them up and and he sent me a link to them playing somewhere in town recently, not that long ago. I saw them at the uh a swing band. Yeah. I saw them at the uh at the Trocadero and it was a great concert. It was uh, a lot of fun. I never store? knew there was But it was a candy, yes. Yeah, yeah, Squirrel nut zipper. They they named themselves after a candy. It was like a, a chewy Almost like, um, uh, like a payday? No, 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 no. It's like a, like a, uh, it's a single piece. Um, like a Mary Jane? Like a Mary Jane? Okay. Oh, thank I you. Hate Mary yeah. Jane. Really? Aww. Yeah, they rip your teeth out. Oh yeah, but they're they taste really good. Squirrel nut zippers are kind of like that. Huh. Anyway, we we're talking about trees, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, zombie trees, <laughs> and then we went into swing, baths. and then then we got into yeah. swing bats. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, so, yeah, recently a uh, large oak that was damaged by a lightning strike 20 years ago split apart on a perfectly sunny day, crushing two cars <sighs> in South Orlando. So it had, it
3: had been struck by lightning 20 years before, yet it still looked alive. That That is actually a terrifying proposition. And, and so Florida obviously gets a lot of that. I told you at the time I was doing the Wissahickon Trail, and the, at one point there is a, a metal um, guide rail, you know, just to keep you, there's a sort of precipitous... D- you know, a cliff area there. Yeah. And uh, a tree limb had come down. I mean, this is pretty thick metal. Flattened it down to the ground. That's the kind of weight you're dealing with. You saw it happen or you saw the after effects it of it? It had just happened Whoa. before I got there. Whoa. Yeah, it was wild. I'm like,
0: mother of God. Yeah, dude, people, people die yeah. from yeah. time to time with a a, a branch falling. Yeah.
7: There's it. a new uh, <laughs> tree cutting down series on Netflix that I started watching. Yeah? did you did, the, the tree, tree cutterers. Oh, man, what the freak is it called? The tree cutter. Um, it's not the tree cutters, but it's you're probably not far away from it. Uh, but these guys are going and uh, like on boats, and they're grabbing these dead trees from the like uh, ocean. big uh, timber. Is it? Is it, that a it? Case? Might be
4: big timber. Yeah. Do they use um, helicopters and stuff too?
3: Uh, have you seen those?
4: Those are the, crazy. The, yeah. You've
3: seen those. They're like, they're, they're. that's what you would use to kill a transformer. These things that they actually hang <laughs> from a helicopter <laughs> mm-hmm. and will cut a tree yeah. down.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. The, 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 some of the apparatus they have to take down
3: big trees. Uh, have you seen the ones that, that actually clamps on from both sides and, and the, the drill draws through the middle of it so it's still holding it in place and then it moves it off to the side? I mean. There's a drill? A blade, I should oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah.
0: Uh, no, I've not seen that it's cool. one. Cool, I've seen cool. one that that be like uh, scared crapless. That cuts from uh, the the very bottom of the trunk, but it, but it's like on a on an arm that hangs yeah. out like off of a crane, and it's it's a circular thing at the bottom. And uh, yeah, there's some pretty badass toys in that <laughs> uh, in that lumber industry. So, uh, anyhow, be aware of uh, zombie trees. I don't know if we have any around here, but I'd never heard of that before. But we have semen trees. I thought it was uh, kind of cool. Here's another thing out of a Thursday morning junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, apparently, cruises right now are very, very affordable. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, cruise fares are cheap as the industry is still recovering from the pandemic. So, they're trying to get back on board, and I think they're offering up a lot of deals.
3: I have no doubt. Um, the Again, as I've said before, uh, if the cruise is a place that mandates or that makes it you have to have that cruise mechanism there. Like, for example, to see, to cruise Alaska, to see the glaciers, to cruise the Greek islands, I guess, right, is another one. Uh, or like the Viking cruises, the river cruises in, in Europe, those are kind of important. But to cruise to a location, like a tropical location, I never understood that to just cruise to some place to get to the place and enjoy it there, I think. The, For me to make it make sense, the cruise has to be an essential part of the trip, you know, where you're getting to see things from the ocean. To to see things. Because, well, what they do is they throw lots of distractions on the ship
0: that you don't have to be looking overboard Right, right, right. So that's why they have, you know, these diving shows and paintball and roller coasters, roller coasters, and all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff on there. So, so that you so can't realize how bored you are. So you can, you know, hang out and have a good time until you get to this destination where you just get off for a few yeah. hours and walk around and shop, and then come right back to it. Oh, her? see,
2: I don't mind that. Oh, okay. Like to me, like it's it's so beautiful out there. Like yeah. even if you're not looking on the at, open water, yeah, on yeah. the open water. That and and for me, like I did a Mediterranean cruise before, and so for me, like the traveling from country to country stresses. me me out. So the fact that I could get on there, sit, relax, relax. while I yeah. I got to the next destination. But you know, you're
3: also seeing things. You have the vantage point from the ocean and looking at the yeah, beautiful Mediterranean so beautiful. terrain.
4: Yeah, that, I don't think they're, for me, I'd rather do different styles of vacations. But Steve, remember uh, Greg Scarato who used to work here in the sales oh, yeah, department? Yeah, yeah. Mm. That, that was his vacation of choice. So anytime he went anywhere. I when I pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly why I brought it up. Yeah. Uh, but he would do one Caribbean cruise after another. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. him, there was a way to like different uh, explore different islands down yes. there. Oh, I get. And he was a, he
3: was a voracious uh, trip taker. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And he also would fartered. like to go to this place in
7: Puerto Rico yeah, uh, it was yeah. an
3: island off of Puerto Rico Vieques or
7: something Now, yeah. I was reading about
0: something that I, and I didn't I just saw the headline in the article and I didn't get a chance to read it but it said something along the lines of yes there are cruises at the Great Lakes and they are better than you think they are interesting yes, I saw,
5: yeah
3: yeah something pertaining to that. is that something you would do
0: probably not okay I'm not a big cruise fan but uh, what about
7: a Viking cruise in Europe I would do one of those.
0: Then, uh, um, yeah. I, I did a Viking cruise from uh, Stockholm to Helsinki. What would you think? Uh, it was just one overnight yeah. thing. It was cool because it's an archipelago, right. uh, which is a series of a chain of islands, like loads of them. And they slalom around them. Like you're like, dude, how are they going to get this gigantic ship through here? Right. That they, they do it. Uh, and it was cool. It was nice. You know, it was just an overnight thing. Um, and um, yeah, it's there's plenty to see. Uh, but the Great Lakes, I'm I'm curious as to I guess you just go from port to port, you know, city to city, because uh, I I don't know what all that's wide open water. Well, you you're
3: able to pass right over where the Ella Fitzgerald sang the yeah. Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> all right, so
7: are any of the lakes uh, can you get from one to the next without? Getting out of the
0: um, they, That's a good question. I think you can, Casey. I think there yeah, they there are some links.
4: When uh, it goes over Niagara Falls, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can't take the cruise ship uh, that way.
0: I'm not 100% sure on that, but I, I want to yeah. say that there are ways through. I don't know if they have canals. You can go from Michigan
4: to Huron. and then, Well, the
0: Erie Canal. Yeah, but I don't think... Where does that go? Uh, uh,
4: well, I, I'm not exactly sure, but I don't think you can take a cruise ship through there. I don't think it's big enough for that. But Casey's just wondering if you can go
0: from lake to lake. Yeah. Uh, if, if, even in, in a... Uh,
3: yeah, it's a good
4: question. A
0: jet ski. Yeah. Or a <laughs> hovercraft. Yeah. Rowboat. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm not sure what the Erie Canal links. I've just heard of the Erie Canal, so I don't know if it links one of the lakes to the other. Nick's going to look that up now. We'll find out. Erie Canal chat. Back in a moment. With right. more it's time here.
3: for canal chat. Right. So, which. Today switch? we're talking the Erie Canal.
7: Which Great Lake has the most big cities on it? Like uh, Chicago? In Detroit, are they on? I don't think like Michigan, know. Are, they, are, yeah, yeah. are they? is that the same lake? They're I on? don't think
4: sh- I don't think Detroit's on Lake Michigan. Uh, uh, it's on a different body of water, but um, Chicago's on there, but Green Bay's also on Lake Michigan. Green Bay's not a huge city, but um, Milwaukee's on Lake Michigan, so probably Lake Michigan. Rome, it's Rome, Italy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Rome, that's on Lake Michigan, the Jewel uh-huh. of Gitching. <laughs> So the Erie Canal connects the Hudson River with uh, something... The Romans okay,
3: say never give up. <laughs> Doesn't do squat.
0: To the
4: west. So, so the, you can't use the Erie Canal f- to get from Great Lake to Great Lake. Great Lakes. Okay.
3: I um, think we cleared a lot up here
4: for a lot we, Didn't we? Yeah. Didn't
3: we do that? Uh, As you're driving yeah. to work thinking, what's up with the Erie Canal?
0: Yeah, I've always been wondering uh, about the Erie Canal and what it does. And
3: now I've learned. Well, let's open up the mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Preston, <laughs> what's up with the Erie Canal?
0: All right, I think that's all we're going to do for in now. The for the yes. now day, mm-hmm. the in bay. the afterlife, you could be headed for the serious job. Squirrel Nut Zipper. Now you make the scene all day, but to the hell to pay. In the afterlife, you could be headed
3: for the serious child. It was fun. Yeah, for a little day. while. I think they use this effectively in Roots. Uh, I went to high school with one of those guys.
0: Uh, one of the Squirrel Nut Zippers? Yeah, he went, we were in the same high school. Um, squirrel yeah. Nut or Zipper? I forgot his name. We weren't in the same class. Uh, uh, but it doesn't really matter right now.
3: Are you sure? We're done talking. Dear you. Preston,
0: we played by saxophone. any chance,
3: did you ever go to school with one of the school
0: nut zippers? He played saxophone in the band. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we should wrap it up because I do have bizarre file stories that I don't want to get to. And I would like to give you something. We have a four pack of passes for an advanced screening of DC League of Super Pets. Wow. And Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart star in this movie. Monday, July 25th is a screening, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And it's a four pack. So let's call, or let's take call number 14 at 215 263 WMMR. Don't forget the movie. It, it's uh, hitting theaters on July 29th, but this screening is coming up on Monday. We'll take a break, and we will be right back. Stay with us.
9: 333 3 WMMR formally invites you to the first in our summer series of real rock righteousness. It's Tracky Bam Bam. Rob Zombie's Freaks on Parade Tour with Vein Static X and Power Mound 5000. He's coming to the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Friday, July 29th. Yeah. Listen every night this week for my prize, coffee, up, the And you could grab a primo pair of the best seats in the house, including passes to rock in the air conditioned VIP room with some free drinks and access to those Wikey VIP bathrooms. You can grab your tickets now from Ticketmaster, but the only way to win your way in is with me on 933 WMnR WMMR, everything that rocks. All right, be
15: valentine.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's bizarre oh yeah.
0: All right, we will begin with the story of a wild monkey. Wild monkey. monkey.
5: That chunky
0: monkey. monkey. <laughs> Uh, in japan police are searching for a wild monkey that has attacked 10 people uh in the space of a fortnight
17: it's a crazy monkey.
0: Uh, the attacks began on uh, the 8th of July in the country's southwest. In the most serious incident, it badly scratched an infant after invading a family home. The baby's the mother... Going? It is. It's Planet of the Apes, isn't it? The baby's mother said I was vacuuming when I heard my child crying, so I turned around and saw the monkey. It grabbed her by the legs while she was playing on the floor. It looked like it was trying to drag her outside. Come on, baby. Last weekend, the monkey opened the screen door of a first-floor apartment and scratched the leg of a four-year-old girl, leaving her with minor injuries before attacking other people nearby. I didn't go up in
3: the tree and drink some Thunderbird.
0: Uh, The monkey is said to be 40 to 50 centimeters in height. Also invaded a local kindergarten classroom and scratched a four-year-old girl there. You had a story
3: yesterday about a monkey throwing a baby off a balcony. Killed it. Killed the baby.
0: Uh, Local police are reportedly on high alert. They have set traps for the animal and warned people not to leave their windows open. Do those traps include bananas? Uh, I would hope so. Uh, The local mayor's office has distributed flyers telling local residents to be on the lookout. But as of Tuesday, uh, the animal is still on the loose. There may have been about 40 monkey sightings in the area since May. Hey, hey! Uh, there's the monkeys! Uh-huh. Uh, they are not the only wild animals that have forced people in Japan to be more vigilant. In recent years, there have been bear sightings and attacks across the country, along with a smaller number involving <sighs> wild boar, including an incident last year in which two animals... Injured a half Japan. a dozen people in Hiroshima Park before being shot dead.
3: It's on my bucket list. I hopefully want to get there, you know, soon and, and visit Japan. But now between the crazy monkeys and the, the bear population yep. getting big, I, I don't know. Do a monkey check. I'm scared. You know. Yep. All right. If you've flown enough times, you've inevitably left something
0: that you shouldn't have in your bag. And an Australian woman says she recently had to deal uh, with that type of thing while returning home, facing approximately an $1,800 fine after forgetting to declare a leftover Subway sandwich.
3: She <laughs> had to declare the sandwich.
0: But after hearing her story, someone decided to come to her rescue, and that is the Subway restaurant chain itself. Jessica Lee says she purchased a foot-long Subway sandwich during a stopover in Singapore. She said I ate it six inches before my second flight and then saved the other six inches for the flight. However, she never actually finished the sandwich on the plane, which is where things went wrong. Said, I thought that the little declaration thing you do is for your carry-ons. Uh, in your luggage, so I didn't uh, check the chicken, didn't tick the lettuce. When the half-finished sandwich was discovered, the result was a government fine of $1,800. Wow. In the video, Lee did admit it was my mistake, and according to a spokesperson, they said all meat products and vegetables must be declared on an incoming passenger card. This is a legal declaration, and they don't mess around with that stuff.
3: (laughs) That doesn't pertain to here, right? If you have a sandwich or something that you've that you purchased in the airport on the departure end.
7: Now only customs, like
3: I guess, right. if you're
4: going to a different country. For my cold dead hands, yeah. Right, but <laughs> yeah. you
0: have to. But, but if you're bringing it, uh if you're not eating it and you're bringing it through, uh-huh. you got mm. it in a different country. You need to declare that. You know, if they ask if you have any meat or, or things what like of that, meat you gotta. <laughs> Uh, back on TikTok, uh, Subway got plenty of positive exposure in return as of the writing, and Lee's unboxing video that she did uh, where she told about the story has gotten over a half million views, so they got a little bit of press out of it. A California woman who was fatally mauled by a grizzly bear in Montana last summer was the victim of a rare predatory attack by a bear that had learned to seek out human food and was likely attracted to scents near her tent and other lefts- others left behind from recent Independence Day picnics. Leah Davis Loken uh, was dragged out of her tent and mauled in the pre-dawn hours of July 6 along the banks of the Blackfoot River, and uh, that's the movie that was made. Uh, the, the river was made famous by the movie "A River Runs
7: Through It." I had heard that she, pri- previous to this, was sucking on a chili dog, <laughs> and
3: he smelled that.
17: Sucking on a chili dog.
3: can <laughs> <God>, Why that <laughs> one in there. So that's what did it? Yeah.
7: <laughs> sucking on a chili, chili the bear? The smelled it. Okay. Because she didn't eat it. Right. It was leftover. She was just sucking <laughs> on it. you know, know it. what I actually heard? Yeah.
3: Believe it or not, she had, I had heard that she had been using a fruit-scented shampoo. Hmm. And the belief no. is the bear smelled it in her hair and attacked her. Wow. Um, so... Here's the story about that. And then uh, she had two chili dogs in her hands.
0: About it? an hour before the mauling, the bear had approached the tents where Loken and a Texas couple were camping. A chili behind a museum, uh, she woke. Awoke uh, to the massive 417-pound bear so close to her that she could hear. Uh, she heard when he huffed at her head. Uh, the campers were able to scare the bear off. Loken moved her food <sighs> from her tent to a nearby building and armed herself with a can of bear spray. But she declined an offer to stay at a hotel and returned to the campsite. About an hour later, the bear returned to her tent where uh, he broke her neck and severed her spine, uh, causing her instantaneous death. The bear that killed her had developed a predatory instinct. According to a report released earlier this month by the uh, interagency Grizzly Bear Committee's executive body, uh, the food condition grizzly had learned to find human food. Uh, The bear that mauled Loken was shot three days later while raiding a chicken coop And DNA tests confirmed that it was the same grizzly bear that also raided a different chicken coop. These are clearly bear prints. In the hours after the mauling, they called in Gene, the detective.
6: You can see its spore over there. Hmm. Uh, So that's messed up, man. Wow. Looks like pieces of chili dog. (laughs) All over the place? Uh All over the place. Okay. Sucking
17: on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) <laughs> yep,
0: a woman is. Yeah, you just validated him. <laughs> Thank you, Nick, for the encouragement.
7: Yep. Yes, it was.
0: A woman <laughs> is being held on a million dollars bail. This is terrifying. Uh, after allegedly dressing as a nurse and gaining access to a maternity ward at a hospital in an attempt to steal a baby, uh, the incident occurred on Thursday when sheriff's deputies in California were notified by hospital staff at the River uh, Riverside University Health System of an alleged individual impersonating a nurse on campus. Authorities said that the suspect, later named 23-year-old uh, Jacina Miran, had allegedly entered the hospital posing as a newly hired nurse and was able to gain access to the medical unit where all the newborn babies were being looked after. So she entered a patient's room, Man. identified herself as a nurse, while inside the patient's room she attempted to t- attempted to take their newborn infant. Had she targeted a specific uh, woman and baby or it was just they don't know okay it's unclear what security measures were in place at the hospital and how moreno was able to gain access to the maternity ward she was eventually confronted by hospital staff who immediately notified security of the breach and attempted an alleged attempted uh, kidnapping uh, the female led the location left i'm sorry fled the location before she was able to be apprehended by hospital security law enforcement uh, she's currently being held on a million dollars Yeah, bail, man. by the way. That's just crazy. All right, and there you go, your Bizarre File for now. We're going to take a break. When we return, we'll see how you've been uh, listening. You've been paying attention or not. We'll do the lesson question. We'll get the trash and the music news on top of that. Stay put. Back in a moment. Love MMR?
8: Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's, it's, no, it's it's not.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
8: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Thursday morning on the Preston and Steve Show. We've had a good time today. Good times continue because we have more stuff to do. Uh, like, give away, a pair of tickets to see Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. Coming up on Saturday, August 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. And uh, all you have to do is answer his question. And I think this is a pretty obvious one to go with. Uh, and it's from early, early this morning. What baseball player is not Milton Hershey? Oh. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> what baseball player is not named Milton? Milton Hershey. I got to be careful. I could give the answer away. answer, yeah. I slipped up uh, big time earlier this morning. Mm -hmm. All right. If you were listening in that 6 o'clock hour, know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. They present uh, comedian Dom Herrera coming July 22nd. Tickets are on sale at livecasinophilly.com. What's happening this
3: morning, Steve? Well, Uh Kendall Jenner hinting on her social media that she's still dating NBA star Devin Booker. Kendall posted some cryptic pictures on Instagram showing stretch marks around her mouth.
5: Oh, jeez. Oh!
3: 16-year-old Alana Honey Boo Boo Thompson is reportedly scheduled to undergo weight loss surgery soon. Alana says that uh, usually people in her family drop weight by losing teeth.
5: Oh, my yeah. God. Hey!
3: <laughs> And finally, 45-year-old Alicia Silverstone revealing during a podcast that she shares her bed with her 11-year-old son, Bear. Silverstone says that people have been very critical, but Bears high-priced therapist loves
5: it. Yeah. And that's your Hollywood All right,
3: we'll see if we can get an answer
0: to this question. What baseball player is not Milton Hershey? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Amy for the answer. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good
15: morning. All
0: right, so what baseball player is not Milton Hershey? Hershawn Milton. Yes. (laughs) It's hard to say. Hershawn (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Hang on, Amy. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. Saturday, August 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets for both shows, August 5th and 6th, are on sale now. Complete details at
1: WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. WMMR.
0: All right, the 17-year-old daughter of Chris Cornell, Tony Cornell, honored her dad with a special social media post on what would have been his 58th birthday yesterday. She shared a video of the two singing together when she was little, writing in part, "Losing you was one of the hardest things we had to go through. They say it gets easier with time." But as the days and years go by, and since we last saw you, we are missing you even more. Today, on your birthday, I think so, so many join me in saying that we miss you the most. Happy birthday to the greatest dad and most incredible human whose life continues to have an incredible mark on everyone he touches. Uh, the song uh, is the two of them singing Prince's Nothing Compares to Your Body. Right. Which is just adorable and sad. Very watch. sad. Yep. Uh, The Killers will release their new single, Boy, on August 5th. The band have been
7: playing it live uh, since earlier this month. Um, Chuck D'Amico was telling me that this is like an amazing, an amazing song. Is it? Yeah. Uh, In a recent interview,
0: Brandon Flowers explained that the song was... The song didn't make it onto the band's uh, Pressure Machine album. Uh, He said, we've been teasing it a little bit. It was the song that took me back home and was sort of the impetus for writing Pressure Machine. Uh, what's interesting is that it didn't just make it onto the record, but uh, it just didn't make it on the record. But its absence is not a reflection of the quality of the song. It was an aesthetic decision to keep it off the record. Uh, there's an optimism to it. It's in the dust. It's in the gutter. And it's looking at the stars. It's writing in more of a new wave vehicle, he says. What? Uh, Flowers was re- had recently said that uh, the new album will likely be released early next year. Pearl Jam was forced to cancel their show in Vienna last night no. after the band's frontman Eddie Vedder suffered throat damage from a previous throat damage from a previous show in Paris. Uh, the band said Ladies in a statement, and
6: <laughs> "We're going to have to cancel the the store. I have something going on. to you hear to And I don't think I can perform for you today.
0: You could sing a little bit of Jeremy, can't you? I mean, just come on." <clears throat>
6: Jeremy's
11: broken.
6: Last to me, kill every man, kill every animal,
11: send happy living to it's so gross.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. You heard it right there. He said it. What was that? Can't sing it. You can't sing it.
6: This is Jeremy's breath.
7: He said. Me neither. Okay. Listen, don't make a problem. I heard something
0: ladies' breasts. Yeah, the recess ladies. Recess ladies' breasts? Yeah, that's right. That's a line from the song. How can I forget?
6: (laughs)
17: There you go. I can't forget. You have big old whoobies. You
3: (laughs) big old whoobies?
7: Boobies? I heard whoobies. I heard boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, he's on vocal rest.
3: Yeah, if you, uh, that's got to suck. If you, I mean, that is your bread and butter. Clearly, clearly I remember. No, but like during the camp out for hunger, uh, Preston, in our earliest years when both you and I would lose our voices. It is such a frustrating thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, The band said in a statement due to the extreme
0: circumstances at the last outdoor site outside of Paris, heat, dust, and smoke from the fires, our singer Ed Vedder's throat was left damaged. Uh, the band said he has seen doctors, had treatments, but as of yet, the vocal cords have not recovered. Uh, according to the band, Eddie is still wanting to play, but has no throat available at this time. So his head is just on his shoulders? They said there's a, there's a throat there, and that's it. Uh, so Richie Sambora is prepping for his first new music since 2018. He said, I have a new record. It's ready to go. And I've been kind of holding it through the pandemic. And I'd say in the fall, we're going to put it out. I'm very proud of it. I don't read, write bad songs anymore. I just don't. It just doesn't happen. And the people I work with would be like, that's Bullocks. But it's not hard for me. It's just, I'm just lucky that way. Why do you he said, say Bullocks? He said, I write all the time. I don't know. Uh, so it's like a daily exercise for me. I try to come up with something every day. It's like having a journal. It's like keeping a journal of your thoughts, keeping a journal of what's going on in your life and how you're feeling. So Is he paid every time he says journal? Uh, maybe he <laughs> does. Uh, yeah. He is a savvy songwriter.
5: Yeah.
9: yeah.
0: All right, and then finally, Elton John promises that his ongoing Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour will indeed be his last road track, but not necessarily his retirement from music. I knew it. He said, I can tell you uh, now that this is it. I will not be devoid of music, but as far as schlepping around the world doing shows, I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. Yeah. I've done it since I was seventeen. So that's what he's not gonna do. Anymore. Right.
3: But yeah. he will do your your like one night gigs.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Special events. Regarding the British music charts representing the past, present, and future, Elton said it's lovely to see Kate Bush at number one. Uh, But there's not many good records in the top 20. And the album's chart is full of things like me, ABBA, and Queen. Uh, The odd thing comes through, like Sam Fender or Harry Styles. Or you get a new artist coming in at number three and then disappearing to 80-something. He said it's depressing. There's a lot of good albums that deserve to be in the album's chart. Uh, What I want to know is why aren't they there? Well, because of people like me. So... Uh, he's indicating that, um, yeah, for some reason, yeah, he it is kind gonna pop up there. All right, and there you go. That's it. That's the last item in my half in music news for you this morning. All right, let us take a break. When we return, we'll do the letter of the day for the word of the week and get you set for that because we'll give away that prize tomorrow, and we'll see what Pierre's got up his sleeve. Stay there. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve.
8: Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok.
11: Want to see something funny? Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of The Preston and
8: Steve Show podcast.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, The Daily Letter. Now, The Daily Letter. No, no,
8: it was so
2: vulgar, all fair. If you could have just heard, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really, it was a lot. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, it, there was like a lot of
0: stop this and reset this. Hang on a second here. Is it
2: time for that?
0: Cursing. Yeah, that by the way, that's been my latest curse
2: taking the Lord's name in vain, like big time, like it,
0: <laughs> like it, like as, as, it doesn't as, as, get
2: worse than that. As
0: most vulgar, oh the, the most vulgar way to take the, the Lord's name in vain. I do it. And I've been saying that a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> that was pure anger. It was. Um so I had anyhow, my headphones on too quickly. Oh, you- that was did. Uh, yeah. coheed in Cambria, right? right? Yeah. Uh, with uh, the Liars Club on ninety-three-three WMMR.
2: I'm glad I'm not on the receiving end of this.
0: <laughs> Am, I'm, I'm on the receiving end of this. Yeah. I well, it was left right. on manual, and then uh, it went. It, it had this really tender, yeah. light ending. <laughs> And as I hit the button it fired up the, the letter of the day, word of the week, and I had I prepared what I was going to say. and You know what would probably make it better is uh, sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sucking on a chili dog. Oh, no.
17: Sucking on a chili dog.
0: But it, it ended with me yelling, uh,
7: Jesus, effing Christ, really, really loud. Cool. I, uh, I had to go big parties. I apologize. No, it's okay. That was you? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: you were in there?
7: That
4: was you? Did you pick up on the, uh, I on the leftovers? Or did you hear this? Not, it was a giant fart. Okay, <laughs> I, I was going to come in and talk about. There's somebody <laughs> having a hard time in the bathroom right yeah. now. <laughs> was that breathing heavy? Yeah.
7: Really?
3: Yeah. Oh.
4: I felt bad for oh. the person.
3: That in the I stall. don't get. When I'm sometimes I'll be in there and he'll come on. I'll hear someone come in, and, like step up to the urinal and be going. Ugh. Oh, at the urinal? Uh, I'm like, that's just
7: peeing, man. Yeah, I um, I actually thought it was Connor peeing because it sounds Connor. I swear to God, he could pee through a brick wall. Like we should try that. It's Like a fire hose, uh, dude. Yeah. It, like you hear it, and it sounds like a machine gun shooting against like a concrete wall. Like it is, it's ridiculous. Oh, to be young, Kathy. Now, you, <laughs> I used to be able to pee over an F-150. You know.
2: Yeah, you just peed 19
7: times yeah. in an hour. No, it just dribbles out. But, uh, yeah, you have, you had some uh, some speed going there. Thanks, man. Yeah. Been working out. Some speed? Yeah, I mean, it was... Some pressure. It, you some need. pressure, yeah. Nick uh, is not about speed when no. he goes
0: to the restaurant. No, he likes no. to take his time. Nick's a marathon, yeah. Yeah. without question. Anyway. Anyway, anyway my
7: anyway. apologies.
0: No, no, it's all good. Pierre Robert's here. It's all good. Everything's good because Pierre
17: is here. It's my fault.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, real quickly though, I want to thank our guest because I normally go in that order and I forgot <laughs> to do it. Thank you to Maria Bamford, who is yes. Yes. Uh, Helium Comedy Club. I really like her style. Uh, she is a goofball. She is strange. She is uh, admitted she's a weirdo. Yes, uh, it's just her delivery is is
3: way offbeat, but I love it. I just love that her. I've always, I've always been a fan. Yeah. yeah, and and you, she's right. If you have if you want to go check her out, check out some YouTube videos first. To see what she's about, I think you'll find it funny. HeliumComedy.com. dot uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was
0: yeah. Yeah. This is great. Uh, she has this uh, podcast. It's a, it's like a uh, radio theater. It's a Letters from Camp season three podcast, and it's a uh, it's like a tween uh, targeted uh, program, and it's doing great. And it's a family program. Yeah. she she was all about that. But we talked about Halloween and some other things too, which was really nice. So i uh, happy to have her on. And local gal, Cat gal, Aducci hey. trying to become Maxim Cover Girl. And you can vote for her through WMMR.com. She's a really cool uh, message that she's pushing and wants to, the money she wins to donate to this thing called Sober Savage. Or is it Savage Sober? Oh, uh, sober Savage. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's sober and is trying to get awareness for those people who are interested in sobriety uh, to find activities and things to do. Uh, And having areas that are, you know, consider that, you know, you don't have to stop going to concerts or to uh, to parties and things like that. You can be sober and go to these. Uh, events and have a good time, and she's getting the word out about that. And I think it's a, I think it's a great. I platform. love it. It's good. Yeah. Me. me personally, I get hammered, but yeah, you have to. Yeah, if you are, uh, it,
3: it makes driving so much fun. It does. Oh my god. No, no but no. if you if you
0: if you are concerned about <laughs> still being able to do those things, if you were a drinker and like, well, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. It's true. No, nah, you can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. So I like the, I like that message a lot. So uh, we wish her well. Uh, now, Pierre Robert, and ah. good day, and good day, sir. Um, so, shall we go ahead and do the letter, ma'am? Yes.
1: All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... S, as in Sam. All right. We have one more letter to go, and we will reveal it tomorrow and give away a pair of tickets. Uh, VIP weekend tickets, by the way, to attend all three Fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City. And that is August 5th, 6th, and 7th. VIP experience includes a dedicated venue entrance, access to the foundation viewing area, early admission into the field, uh, limited early merch shopping, an event merchandise gift, and an invitation to the lounge with seats to relax, unique food and beverages offerings as well, and water refill stations. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster, so we give that away tomorrow. You doing good today? yes wonderful what's in store for the show then Tim?
17: on the program today we will have a workforce block of pearl jam for nick's birthday today <laughs> oh, um, yeah, nice. it's very important uh, that we get it on and uh, I, I mean no one else has exclusive interview of eddie trying to sing other than mmr yeah. i mean the fact that you guys got him on yeah that he would do that tried to do a little jeremy or whatever it was um you know i mean that's that's the true sign of a performer. Uh, so uh, for that, we will have a block of Pearl Jam. Uh, Don Henley, I believe it's his birthday today. Uh, or if it's not, I'm going to do a block anyway. <laughs> I didn't see
3: it. That doesn't mean it isn't his birthday. I know for a fact he does have a birthday. Yes, he does yeah,
17: have yeah. a birthday, and um, <laughs> so I can't remember why we put this in. And pancakes off this week. It's tomorrow. All okay. Right. So I'll maybe should, uh, probably have, have a full house tomorrow. Probably. And so we're doing it today
4: right. uh, to be early. Ahead of time for that one and the day late for the other one. Exactly. Evens out. It does. And makes you on time. Even flow. Thank you. Uh huh. Well said, sir.
17: And a block of the struts. Let's- Yay. Just because. I Just love it. Just because. Because they're awesome.
0: B-E-C-A-Q-U-E's. Because. That's how you spell because. <laughs> All right. <let's- laughs> what the f- was he talking about? <laughs> let's <laughs> thank our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Are you
7: kidding me? Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. We're all good. Hey, go past this part.
2: Look over there. <laughs> Look over there,
0: Preston. <laughs> brought to you this morning by Dunkin' Jesus. Donuts. The, the, yeah, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Acme, official grocery store of the President and Steve Show. And also Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings has specials on food from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And great deals on drinks all day. Tomorrow is a No Sad Bro Friday. Yeah. And we haven't talked to Rich Voss in a little while. It's been a while. So we'll chat with Rich Voss, see what's up in his world. And anything that we have to give away, we will give away tomorrow. And we'll send you off to the weekend in fine fashion. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye bye. Hey,
5: everybody. It's good to have you on the baba.